Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. What's up, Familia? We have a very exciting episode today of the podcast. We are going to be doing an X-Men Dungeons and Dragons themed episode, and we've been prepping for it for a couple weeks now. And undoubtedly, you've seen it on Instagram and you know what's to come and what to expect. We have an incredible team assembled here. First up, you know, we're big stands of we are justies. It's JT Otero in the house. What's up, peoples? <laughs> Next is our dungeon daddy. Wait, did I just give away your name? <laughs> Spoilers no from name. the episode. Yeah. The dungeon master, game master, whatever you want to call me, dungeon daddy. It's Latvarian lad, Sean. Woo! And of course, one of our hosts here on Power of X. She needs no introduction. She just gives us celebrity cred. <laughs> like that's, anytime we do something, everyone's like, where's Michelle? I'm like, <laughs> Michelle Waffle Dettel. Hi. And finally, um, she was very busy, so we had to book her in advance. <laughs> we mention her in every podcast that we do here, every episode of the podcast we do here, Demanda Martini. <laughs> Hi, I'm so happy to be back. So um, I'm done now. That's it. So we're going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons, but as X-Men, and we have a dungeon master who we're calling Dungeon Daddy, and we're now officially turning it over to Sean, who's going to be the host of this episode. Awesome. I get to sit here and sip coffee. Yeah, and play. So mm, um, mm, mm. just um, for all the viewers, we're going to be playing, obviously, in the X-Men world, but not in the modern day and not in Earth 616. Uh, we are going to be in an alternate timeline called Earth 22, where uh, it's a more of a classic X-Men. They're back at the mansion. Um, you know, the villains are still the villains. They're not in Krakoa. Uh, so things are not necessarily following kind of stories you might see in the comic books or the movies. Um, and we'll be telling our own story today. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. That's right. We're making up our own rules here. Is this the oh. 90s? <laughs> it's a back. slippery timeline. So you might have an iPhone, but you might find references in the 90s. Let's not let's yes. not delve too deep into a... It's a Fox <laughs> X-Men spin-off. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of spandex, though, right? There's oh, a lot God. of spandex. <gasps> Wait, is, is Adam there, X is in the mansion? Oh, yes. Wait, is Adam X in the mansion? Is he? Oh, my God. I'm hooking up uh, with him. Oh my I'm god, we have to him. find him. I know. <laughs> well, who knows? Shall we delve into the story and see? Our dungeon daddy is like, please wrangle yourselves in. <laughs> We're already off the rails and we haven't even started. <laughs> All right. I, I appreciate that uh Paul is already like, oh my god, I'm gonna go hook up with somebody. It's like oh, we just started. <laughs> it's three hours I'm horny. I'm going through yeah. puberty here. My powers just manifested. <laughs> Listen, I'm too hungover for this. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's jump into the story. All right. It is a cold February day as the morning sun beams over the Xavier School for the Gifted. Usually at this hour, the campus would be buzzing with students and the faculty alike going about their day. However, things are unusually quiet. 
you see today is actually the first day of spring break, and the majority of the student body are away visiting friends and family. It's also quite on the faculty side. The headmaster, one Professor Charles Xavier, has been away in Washington, D.C. for over a week campaigning for mutant rights, while the majority of the teachers, a.k.a. the X-Men, have been noticeably missing for several days. This, of course, was not out of the ordinary. They're heroes, after all, and sometimes that responsibility would take them away from the school on short notice. And on these occasions, the student body were often kept in the dark about the details of their whereabouts. And so we find ourselves in the common room of the East Wing of the X Mansion, where six students, five students, uh, <laughs> five students, no, no, actually, don't forget, because I, I play all the other characters that you don't play. So there's, all, yeah. there's other people in the story. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. My face yeah. guy. I just want to know who's in the room with us. Yeah. <laughs> Who, yeah. Who's Dungeon Daddy playing as? <laughs> so we find ourselves in the common room of the East Wing of the mansion where five students who did not leave on spring break are desperately trying to fight a villain of their own, the villain of teenage boredom. <laughs> the common room is filled with couches, arcade games, pool tables, uh, all the things that... Um, Charles Xavier has put to keep, you know, teen students, um, keep them busy while they're on downtime. So the first we pan over to a young mutant called Seven. Michelle, would you like to describe uh, your character and what you think you'd be doing in the common room? All right. So my name is Seven. I am a pretty tomboy who loves a good high pony, half up sometimes, and an over-the-knee boot. Um, my powers are luck and pheromone based, kind of a mix between domino and long shot. Uh, I also own a pocket dimension gremlin uh, disguised as a Boston Terrier with a unicorn horn named Lady Derp. And I have an attitude like Emma Frost, so like big dick energy. <laughs> uh, but I will cut a bitch and I am already bored. <laughs> so what do you think you're doing passing the time in the common room uh i am probably nursing a hangover with um a go girl advil and i'm definitely got my headphones on and i'm playing xbox all right so you see seven is on the couch playing xbox not really paying attention to the other students in the room uh lady derp her gremlin dog is asleep at her feet, cuddled up. Uh, and to the side of her is a, another student called Apex. Justin, would you like to describe your character and what you're up to? So my name is Apex. I'm a big buff Asian dude. You know, think of like a Amadeus Cho type guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I have he like a... He stretched really far with that one, guys, looking for his character. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, so... I didn't know we could comment like that. I was like, Justin, use your imagination here. <laughs> Hey, play what you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give you a, a frame of reference here. <laughs> uh, Happy-go-lucky guy. Uh, very competitive. I love playing around. Um, nothing really gets to me. Everybody and what's your power? What do you mean power for everybody so watching? My power is energy manipulation, kind of a cross between armor and Kid Omega. So I can create like an energy field and I can kind of manipulate it into melee weapons. Cool. And what, what is Apex up to in the common room? Being so competitive, I like to play games, so I'll probably be playing pool, looking for someone to play so I can beat them. 
All right, so you see Apex is around the pool table, expertly knocking balls into the corner and slide pockets by himself. Um, every now and then glancing at Seven, who is paying no attention to him as she's deep into her game. Uh, in walks, I should know. Yeah, in walks um, two more uh, students who were in the middle of a chat. Um, Demanda, would you like to start as you walk in with Dayspring's character? But Demanda, would you like to describe yourself? Sure. I am Mobilis. Uh, I have telekinetic abilities. Uh, I am uh, what others have described as the Rachel Berry of the school. Uh, very, like, very much is know-it-all, wants to tell everybody, like, how things should work. Um, she is eager and willing to please, but uh, much to the detriment of herself, because most people just kind of find her um annoying um she also like very much touts that uh uh i'm like oh i'm very good at like lots of things but not very good at (laughs) at lots of things and then dayspring as you walk in in conversation with mobilis would you like to describe what uh what you look like what your power is and what you guys are chatting about yes so my character's name is avatar and he has healing abilities. So picture him as a mixture of Elixir and Nate Gray. He loves Offspring, Blink-182, whole, everything, the whole shebang. And he's talking to Movilist about his sister, Seven, who he's just reconnected with because they grew up in a household that was very contentious. And so they separated. He uh, he went to the East Coast where he joined a social media group called the Amp Squad. And he was doing some stunts on an Instagram live and he hurt himself and he discovered he was a mutant then because he could heal his arm. And so he came to Xavier's and he had no idea his sister, Seven, was going to be there. And so he's like, mm, he's not happy about it. And he loves her very much. He wants to form a connection with her, but he doesn't know how to quite get there yet. So he's being salty with Movilis about Seven. Oh, and he doesn't even like Apex. Let's not even get there. Does not like Apex. <laughs> All right. So as you're walking in... Um, your conversation hushes because you spot Seven sitting there. Uh, and as you're talking behind her back, you very quickly end the conversation. Um, I'm not talking behind her back. I'm just questioning the high pony. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she does not have that Emma Frost money. <laughs> Jumbo did not book her. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, rude. Uh, bro, bro? <laughs> So, um, with you all in the common room is a younger student, because the four of you are actually seniors in Xavier's uh, School for the Gifted, and there is a freshman um, that you recognize, but you don't know very well. He's probably about two years below you in school, and, you know, it's not like there's a huge student body, so your paths have definitely crossed. He's slight of build, he's wearing a loose t-shirt with the Avengers logo on it, uh, he's got shaggy brown hair and hazel eyes, and he sports a friendly but intimidated kind of smile when you look over. Um, and he's playing a uh, Street Fighter 2 game, uh, like an actual arcade that's out in the corner. Um, and you can tell he's a bit nervous to be around you guys, uh, especially because not many people are in the school at this point. Um, yeah, and he seems to he's a little bit fish out of water. And you've heard other students refer to him as swordfish, 
uh, as his codename, but you're not sure why. It's a lie. It's Mystique. It's Mystique. She's <laughs> infiltrating the mansion. No. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> Go after him. Oh my god. Like, calm down over there, Avatar. Like, whatever. <laughs> the the kid walks over. He finishes his game. Um, you hear that coin sound of, like, the continue button not being pressed. Uh, he didn't beat the second boss, the second to last boss of Street Fighter 2. Uh, and he heads over Sagat. to, um, yeah, Sagat or Sagat, yeah. whatever you call Sagat. him. Um, and he heads over to the window, uh, kind of looks out and starts chewing his lip and goes, man, so the teacher's been gone for a while, eh? Don't you think it's a bit, it's a bit odd? They haven't been gone like this for a long time. I'd be like, um, do you not remember the Dark Phoenix saga where they went off to space <laughs> in the CR and one of them like just mysteriously vanished only to find her at the bottom of the Jamaican Bay? This <laughs> tracks that they're MIA. And at least now we know the mansion's not going to explode because there's no one here. Like, I hope it... Do you think it's going to explode? Yeah, haven't you seen the YouTube videos? <laughs> <laughs> this thing blows up every week. <laughs> that's why the New I York mean, State's trying to shut them down <laughs> that's why Xavier's in TC right now I mean it's been at least like I don't know seven months since something happened here it's actually been a quiet yeah quiet Christmas listen Magic Harp I like it that way okay I have a massive headache and I just want to chill and play my game this you is why see- she's such a bitch, guys. <laughs> she just called this new student magic carp. The worst Pokemon ever. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, Seven? I don't know. <laughs> I, he's a fish, right? <laughs> what does he look like? Well, well m- maybe we should find out what, what he does. Uh, um, so, my dear, what, what is your name again? I'm sorry, I just can't remember. Oh, well, people call me Swordfish, but it's a bit of a joke. My, my name's actually Code. I'm a technopath, so okay. it's kind of like Dude. a telepath, but I can hear what computers are saying, and I can talk back to them and kind of get them to do things. Oh, adorable. I need some money from an ATM. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Xavier told me never to do stuff like that. I'm kind of <laughs> well, bound yeah, and, by and, and, uh, oh, that. The... My game is logging. Uh, oh, yeah, I can totally fix that. You see? We should not be doing that. Again, we should not use our powers to like have financial gain or whatever you guys like we all know that sure yeah it's it's actually on like literally the student body like code of conduct it's like number three on the on the list yeah like like do do you guys not remember all the forms we signed at the beginning of the year when we enrolled fine But you know, I see Shadowcat, Kitty Pride, literally like applying to government grants just to get her own funding here. Like, no, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. So about that internet speed. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so you see, uh, Code walks over to your Xbox, and he just puts a finger on it, and there is a kind of bright green glow from the tip of his index finger, and instantly the lag stops and the game starts running. And that will make the first dice roll of the night. Can you guys all roll on your skills? Look down for insight and roll an insight check for me. So you roll the d20 and you add the number next to insight. Okay. Oh, I got a one. 
All right, that's not good. So, um, so Avatar is being sassy. He's upset that seven's in the room, and he is definitely not reading any physical cues from other people. Um, how about the rest of you? So I, I got six. a four plus two, so I got a six. I got a six. All right, and seven. Oh, damn. oh I got a wait, wait. fifteen plus with your insight. Five, damn twenty. All right, so um, they're kind of like an awkward, you know, like when when students, especially teenagers, are uh, together and they don't really know what to say to each other. So you all kind of just hang out. Um, and seven, you glance over at Code, who's looking out the window, and you can see him kind of biting his lip, and it looks like he's kind of having an internal monologue, like whether he's debating to say something to you guys or not. Oh my god, Magic Harp. What is it? Like, just say it. I can see it on your face. Oh, um, can you guys keep a secret? If I had something, that... your mystique. We know it. We know your mystique. Just say it already. Mystique. Jeez, I'm not mystique. Um, but <laughs> so I may have heard something from one of the computers about where the X Men are. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's, and he's about to speak when the doors, of the common room swing open and stepping through is a giant of a man standing well over six foot five with jet black hair and sparkling blue eyes. He's yeah. dressed in sweaty gray joggers and a tight, equally sweaty tank top and a towel that hangs haphazardly around his broad shoulders. I glance over to Mobilis and I'm like, girl, you see that? <laughs> yes. And oh, I'm you all like, look bored. For joining me in danger room for training. You know this as one of your professors, Peter oh Rasputin, oh. or as he's more commonly known as Colossus. Mm. What are your characters' relationships or views with Colossus? Is he a favorite teacher of yours? Do you not like him? So Colossus is my favorite teacher because I want to be a teacher's pet. Because he likes to, <laughs> I, he wants to be fun. I want to be like Colossus and just be able to bash, bash the brawl. I like the brawl. Right. So I'm all friendly. I'm like, Piotr, what's up? <laughs> oh, hey, Apex. Yeah, you're taking day off, not joining into Danger Room. It was a uh, good, good workout for me today. Could have used Frendo to back up. Oh, it was my rest day. I went home oh, yeah, the day before. Yeah. Well, you know, make sure you carb load today. Get lots of protein. Yeah, get my protein in there. You what watch as today? Lady Derp gets up and goes and nuzzles next to him. He reaches down, picks her up. Oh, hello, little one. Oh, look at you. So cute today. And he ruffles um, the unicorn horn and puts it down, uh, puts her down. So what are you all doing to pass time? It's, yeah, it's pretty quiet in school, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I was actually just about to, you know, get back to my studies because, like, I know that it's really important that, like, you know, we are just, like, on top of, like, all of our stuff. Like, you know, like stuff. And me under my breath, yeah, studying that ass. <laughs> Mr. Rasputin, I have a question for you. How yeah. are you doing since you got jilted from Miss Pride the other weekend? Oh. <laughs> oh, do you look into other timelines which are not canon in this universe? <laughs> <laughs> it's your mutant power. Oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. There was like an explosion the other day and I ended up in another universe. So yeah, in that universe, Miss Pride left you at the altar and you were heartbroken. Damn, bro, bro, the shade. 
he looks at you and laughs. He's like, are you getting into like Wolverine's stash of stuff and smoking? Wax <laughs> also, where is that stash? Yeah. <laughs> Forget I say anything. <laughs> and Movilis, Movilis, it's a very long name to sing. I call you Mov, okay? Oh. Easier. Uh, oh, uh, okay, sure. That sounds great. Um, uh-huh. you're, on, you're on spring break. You know, relax. You don't need to study all the time. Yeah, relax, girl. Take in the view. <laughs> as he uh he kind of as you're saying that he doesn't necessarily clock that as his uh watch you hear a beep beep uh and it interrupts the conversation Colossus looks down um as his watch begins to vibrate and glow and you see his eyes are scanning um a message on it because it's a digital watch um can you all roll inside again okay I got an eight, uh, I got a twenty. Oh, I got a twenty ooh. as well. I got good, an good. eight. <laughs> what right? I got, you got eight. Uh, where's my insight? Your insight. Oh, you're twenty-one. Wait, where do we put the insight? No, you don't put it anywhere. You just look at the the modifier number, and then you just tell me the number. It's easier if you. Look. I have twenty-one. Okay, <laughs> so Apex is like lost in hero worship, totally not talking anything. The rest of you who are studying him for whatever reason that you're quite intent on, um, you know, uh, taking all of classes in as he's looking down at the, the message that's coming through on his watch. Um, you get the very slightest hint of like a frown, quick worry line on his face. And then he like regains his composure really, really quickly. And he says, Hey, I'd love to stick around and play like street fighter, you know, Zangief favorite character. Uh, <laughs> But I need to go look into something. But shouldn't take too long, huh? When I'm back tonight, perhaps we do movie night in cinema room. I'll make popcorn and you guys choose movie while I'm away. Okay, Sound thank good? you. Yes, thank you, Mr. Rasputin. All right. With Can you bring warm... alcohol? <laughs> no, you cannot drink. You're like 18, 19. You wait <laughs> two years. That's not what my ID says. Yeah, that's also not what your skin says. He looks like he's in a bit of a rush. Um, and... He goes, I come back to this ID when I get back. Anyways, just, you know, hang out. Don't do anything silly. And with a warm smile, Colossus hastily departs in the direction of the teacher's wing, which, you know, is a section of the mansion that is off limits. Listen, y'all. Colossus mentioned Wolverine has a stash. I think it's in that you teacher's got, room. Guys, you I- should go get it. That is that is not the point. Did you guys not see his face? He very much looked like there is a huge problem. <clears throat> and we're the only people here. And I really feel like maybe he might need some help. Yes, okay, magic but- card. Let's go Wait help in. him. Um, I'm not. Su- <laughs> so you see Code again, looks kind of nervous. He's like, <laughs> well, Xavier told me that telepath, we can get people's secrets and we're not supposed to tell them. But yeah, I did. I did hear what his watch kind of had on it spill it codex <laughs> so i mean i shouldn't be telling you guys listen just tell us and then maybe we'll let you like chill with us really yeah like, you seniors yeah you yeah. can hang out with us if you tell us what this big secret is and you know you can you can sit with us at movie night yeah We've joined the Make-A-Wish Foundation, so you can definitely join us. <laughs> Magic oh, <bro>. art. <laughs> oh, wow. 
<laughs> this is this here. is the origin story of Avatar's descent into like super villainy. <laughs> I'm I waiting mean, for our Phoenix parents are evil. Yeah. yeah. Um. So okay. So Code uh takes a seat um on the couch next to you guys, and he goes, "Okay, so where do I start? The well, the X Men are in Madripoor. I picked up a bit of their encrypted briefings, and from what I gather, someone is coming along with new Sentinel tech." And trying to sell it to the highest bidder. So they've flown over there um, to make sure that that tech doesn't see the light of day. So they've been gone for a while. And while Colossus is watch, well, apparently there's a problem closer to home. Something about investigating something potentially dangerous. Like it was quick and I couldn't quite make it out. And my powers do sometimes have you know a visual cue. So I didn't want to look like I was spying on him. But um, I do know it said to go to his watch room to go to the briefing room to get more information. So maybe if we go there, I can tap into the computer there and find out more. He should definitely follow and investigate. Yes. Is that where the stash is? Because if it is, I'm down. Why oh item- my God. Is that all that you can think about? Yeah. I like to party all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is serious. People could be in danger and new Sentinels could be being built right now. And we should definitely figure this out. I know, but we're not X-Men. But we could well, be, be so X-Men. I'm my... with Marvelous. Let's go. Let's go find out what's on. Okay. What's happening. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to gonna... need to grab another Go Girl, though, because this day is already too much for me. <laughs> no, you're such uh-huh. an alcoholic. This is why we... is an energy drink, bro, bro. Calm it down. <laughs> but I may also be taking uppers too. I don't know. I've had four cups of coffee a go go already. So, mm. <laughs> so Kogos, well, maybe we should wait till we see Colossus leave and then we'll go investigate so we don't get caught. Who says we're going to get caught? Cody. Can't you? I mean, Magikarp, can't you? Can't you just like work with the security cameras within the mansion and just blind it? Can you blind Cerebro and then we can just investigate? Can't you somebody see? use a psychic block and like hide us? Yeah. He looks at Avatar. He goes, "All right, listen, Jigglypuff." <laughs> Damn, sophomore. You, what, do you, what do you actually do? Yeah. Eh? What Ooh. do you do? I'm I don't sorry, see you can't... helping out. Let's go help Colossus. <laughs> Right, fine. Okay, fine. But I feel like if, I can ha- I can help out whoever. Are we gonna? Who's doing this? Cody? Is it you, Mo? Like, what's up? I can who, I can offer some assistance. I can give us a boost. Who's the most stealthy out of all of us? Definitely I can not me. The signal. Oh, I'm not going alone. You guys are coming with me. And if we get caught, then you explain this to Klausos. Yeah, yeah well, seven will definitely I'm explain down. it to. Listen, him. maybe Apex can cause a distraction. Like, go like fight him or something. No, because we got to find out what he's doing. So I'm going to go try and be buddy buddy and be like, "Hey, what's happening?" Okay, that's you, right. You're I'll just go with that. I'll go with him and try and talk you to him. You and Mo the whole should time. go. As you're trying, uh, Code looks at him and he goes, "Oh, there goes Colossus in the car." So I think we're probably good to get to the teacher's wing, but it is off limits. So we're not really supposed to go there. I mean, so as someone who does not like to break the rules, I just feel like maybe this is a time for us to do it because like we could like be in danger and and we should we should help what if colossus needs help 
You know what? I'm with Mo. We should go help. I'm with Mo too. We have to go. Wait. We have to go. All right. Okay. So, all right. Fine. We go. But if, if we get caught, you guys are explaining this. Yeah. We get caught. Yeah, sure. You can't hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you better hope um, we don't get caught. You, all of you, trudge out of the common room and make your way through the mansion. Um, and you get to a very large uh, futuristic metal door that bars access to the area of the manor uh, that you know is the wing of the teachers. And this um, you know, houses their bedrooms behind this, uh, the briefing room, probably the elevator to Cerebro, all those types of things. Um, and uh, so it's kind of out of place because the mansion's quite like, you know, it's wood, it's dark wood, it's very kind of old time. And this definitely looks like a big stainless steel silver door uh, at the end of a corridor. And we get there and um, there is a p- uh, pin pad to put in a password. And you see Code puts his hand on it um, and he, his eyes flash through. You see his eyes sort of go like one zero one one zero one zero one one, uh, and he goes, um, "All right, there's a password. It's two words, five letters in the first, ten in the second. Um, it starts with an M, and then I Wait, don't say, say, say that again. How many it's, how many letters? Five letters in the first." 10 letters in the second. And then the first word starts with an M. The third letter is an I. But I can't, you see him kind of grim, so I can't make out the other ones. The second word, the third letter is a C. The fourth letter is a T. Man, I should have wrote all this down. <laughs> Can we take it from the top? Rachel Berry's got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then on the second word, the ninth letter is an R. And the tenth letter is a T. But what could it be? Okay, so you have M blank I blank blank. Yeah. And then blank blank C T yeah. blank 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 R T. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, hey, um, Lucky Strikes, whatever your name is. Um, what can you like luck us some like some more letters? Can you like use your powers in conjunction with code and maybe try to get us some other letters. You mean like enhance your brain? <laughs> I'm trying to be helpful. You're just being sassy. <laughs> All right. No, I got you. Let me see. You know, I would say as a, as a part of union power, um, your power works off of uh, your charisma stats. So why don't you make a roll and just add your charisma modifier, so the number next to your charisma score. Um, and if it's high enough, we'll say that your luck power does kick in and you're able to guess another letter. Is it D20? A D20? Yeah, D20. D20. And then add the number next to your charisma score. 20. She got I, a 20. I got a 20. <laughs> a 20. Well, okay, with a 20, I'll let you pick two more letters that you want to uncover. Or let me see that. Oh, that's helpful. Okay. Let's pick, let's pick the first letter of the second word. It's M. Wait, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one. And wait, which one M is the second one. Yep. Or the second word. Second one is M. And then what else, what else should I pick? Um, Do you want, do you want the second letter of the first word? Sure. 
the second letter of the first word. So um, before I tell you, describe, so you put your hand, so you've got code, he's got his hand on the pin pad and his eyes are rolling through like matrix style code. You put your hand on his shoulder. How does your power manifest? What does it look like when you kind of summon your luck ability? It's kind of just like a proximity based one. So I just might go up and like touch his face a little bit and there, there you go. All right. Um, you see he, wow. Uh, and his eyes, they go faster the script and you know that the second letter of the first word is an O. So I'm going to say that the first word is maybe moist. <gasps> no, I know what it is. What is it? It's Moira McTaggart. <gasps> oh! He, his eyes go and you see it punches into the thing and then the door opens as you punch in Moira McTaggart. Moist, huh? That's how you feel when you see Colossus. Listen. <laughs> Listen. That was really good, Lucky Seven. That was really good. Lucky Seven. <laughs> Man, this is so much more exciting than hanging out with the other freshmen. Right? <laughs> well, you know, we are we are pretty cool. So the door slowly opens as the mechanism makes a loud clanking sound. And then you're somewhat underwhelmed by what's behind it. You expected some futuristic section of the mansion filled with amazing things. But instead, it's just filled with another corridor of the same dark wood as the rest of the manor. But there are six doors located along a long corridor three on the left, two on the right, and one at the end of the hall. Um, you see uh, Code puts his hand back on the pin pad, and he goes, well, I think this is some of the teacher's bedrooms, the briefing room, and the supply room. Okay. Have you been here before? No, I just, I just tapped into the schematics of the house. Let's go to the briefing room. I think we should okay. get can, can, can you tell which one's which? The one at the end of the briefing room, the one at the far right is the supply room, and the other ones are just, well, the teachers' bedrooms and, and like apartments. So we probably I, shouldn't go in those ones. No, I think we should. I use my luck powers to maybe like use like perception to figure out, like, can we have better odds of picking the right door? Well, he told you. He told you which one is the, the, the um, so here. Oh, he did. Uh, the briefing room. Oh, yeah. okay. So the briefing room and the supply room, and then these are just teachers' room. Okay, no, you're so good, Amanda. I'm gonna give you what's called inspiration. So write that down. Meaning, uh, at any roll, you can re-roll a die that you want to re-roll because you are such a uh, dungeon Thank master's you. ideal player to like write stuff down help did you just call me like the teacher's pet yeah Ah, wait are you kissing ass to the dungeon master i didn't know we could do that bitch i'm getting a free step shut the fuck up (laughs) calm down bro bro let her do her thing like i'm so it helps the team yeah fair enough so that's another thing. If you guys have really, um, you know, clever one-liners, or you're doing anything that I think is particularly cool, I'll give out inspiration, which you can use to re-roll dice. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're in the corridor. Uh, you see, there's three doors on the left, two doors on the right, and one door at the far end. Uh, and Code goes, "Yeah, I know the briefing room's the one at the far end. The supplies at the far right. Um, yeah, and the other ones are bedrooms." So, so Colossus was definitely in the briefing room. So, I mean, should, should we just go in there to see what 
what he saw. Let's check it out. Let's do it. Right. So you uh, pass all the other doors and you head straight to the briefing room. Uh, the door opens into a very large room dominated by a massive metal table at the center. Uh, on top of the table, however, is a screen. So the entire table is like a um, video screen. Uh, while other large screens are placed about the room, there's a large control panel with countless buttons and knobs located on the far side of the main table. And roughly 12 chairs are neatly tucked into it. Coco goes, well, I guess this is where Colossus got his briefing. Let me, let me see what I can do. Um, and he runs his hands over the control. And once again, you see his irises uh, string with flashes of uh, 101101. Um, well, it looks like all the X-Men have their own personal logins. Um, so let me just bring up Colossus's. Uh, and he uh, begins to intuitively press some of the buttons. And you see a hologram of Colossus in his metallic form, donning his classic red and yellow outfit, appears as a hologram above the table. Huh? Welcome back, Colossus. Please enter password. Uh, and Coco goes, oh, not again. Um, it is a, he goes, it's another two-word password. The first has five letters and the second just one. But this one, I mean, the security on this is really complicated. It's hard for me to figure out. I don't, I don't think I can get a single digit or number or letter. So you know it's five and then space one. Is the first word kitty? He passes it in. It, it is. Yes. So what, what's the second? P. P. Yeah, he punches in P. Uh, on the very first attempt, uh, you hear the robotic voice go, access granted. Yeah. High five, my bro bro. Right there. All right. And you see the screens start to um, fill up on the sides with different writing. And um, reading all of kind of the briefing, you surmise that a satellite system that Beast has created to pick up the unique frequencies that uh, Sentinel Tech give off has just pinged at a location in upstate uh, Massachusetts, which is not far from the manor, about an hour's drive. Uh, uh -oh. You feel that the look, uh, you see. Um, to the reason that the location is in a business park about an hour's drive north. Uh, and it does provide the exact location. It seems to be an abandoned automotive plant that closed a few months back as uh, all the um, work there was offshored to another country. Well, I guess that's where Colossus went to go investigate. There was, I mean, maybe there's a Sentinel there. I'm, I thought the X-Men got rid of all the Sentinel programs. And, and now they're off to Madripoor to make sure that it doesn't come back. So hopefully it's just nothing. Uh, with Colossus leaving in such a huff, I really feel like... And he, I don't think he can take care of a sentinel by himself. Are you saying we should go help him? Yeah, we need to go help him. We have to go help him. We need to give him a, an assist. I mean, I'm just saying that I think it would be really good of us and it might, you know, give us a little bit of brownie points if we went and we helped. And also, can um, I just point out the obvious? Everyone on this, like, team knows someone from an alternate future. The Sentinels always come back. So if the X-Men are missing and Colossus is going to investigate something, this could be really serious. We're going to need our suits then. We got to suit up. Let's I mean, suit you up. Know, you, you guys know I'm already wearing mine. 
<laughs> Wait, uh, no. So point of point of order, you guys are in civilian clothes at the moment because you you guys don't actually have X Men suits as being seniors. You don't have uh, actual suits yet. As you say that, Code goes, well, um, yeah, the supply room's next door. Maybe we can find something in there. Let's yeah. go to the supply room. Somebody right. cue the music. <laughs> Put that in post. Uh, it's right, like so, magical girl make, like, makeup. So you, yes, uh, let's transform. Hence you. Hire an animator. You're going to do a, a Sailor Moon transformation to all your costumes. Yes. <laughs> all right, so you quickly... Uh, rush out of the briefing room, head to the supply room, um, and you open it, and it is a... Uh, the room is massive, filled with racks of clothes and shelves of provisions. Um, can you make all perception checks? So you should see that again next to your ability um, scores. Perception. Or not ability scores, your... Um, what are they called? Yeah, you should find it. It's above okay. inside, okay. or below inside. I have six. Uh, wait, where's perception? They're in alphabetical order. Okay. I have a 15. Okay. Apex. Dang, I got 23. All right. And then Avatar, did you roll? Oh, I did not roll. Hang on. Hey, where's my dice? Oh, here it is. Sorry. All right. I'm a 19. 19. All right. So um, you all walk in and you're kind of, you know, astounded by actually all the like kind of cool things in here. Um, but Apex, uh, near the back of the room, you're the first one to get to that uh, area of the room. You find a massive shipping crate. And on the top, a note that reads, thought you might not like some new looks. Thanks again for the help with Ultron. Janet Van Dyne. Oh. Um, oh. Oh. I just saw her you... shit on discount at Target. <laughs> God, we're going to be wearing JVD. Um, so... <laughs> Apex, uh, with ease, just pulls the crate open, uh, and inside mm. you find a plethora of different costumes for all different shapes and sizes. Um, you know, there's to your heart's content. So, as you're looking through, what is the costume that you pick out for yourself? Yeah, Let's start with I mean, Avatar. Okay, I pick out a very classic blue and gold x-men costume but it has some kind of modifiers on it like it comes with a little jacket it has a really good belt so that's the one i'm kind of going with all right so are we picturing like cyclops cannonball like yeah, blue bodysuit yeah yellow trunks yeah it's cannonball during his time on the x-men during the onslaught operation zero era that kind of look except not so much a hardness but maybe like a nate gray jacket Okay, we'll flash up pictures on the screen in post. <laughs> Mobilis, what do you what do you find? Um, I like to stick to the classics, so I am just going full uh, '90s uh, X Men uniform. Uh, I love a leg strap. I love some pouches, um, some gloves, and also uh, I do find a fun little uh, little tiara. Awesome. Yeah, JVD isn't really known for being like for like very fashion forward with her collection, but she does do good accessories. So that tiara <laughs> looks immaculate on you. <laughs> I mean, we love a stupid headpiece. Yeah, <laughs> non-functional headpiece. Yes. So, what does your costume look like? So I pull out a spandex one piece that has. It's sleeveless. Think like '90s Polaris on X Factor, yeah. but it is 
uh, black and yellow. And then there's these really cool, like over the elbow armbands, but my hands are free, no gloves. And of course I have to grab the over the knee matching boots. Amazing. And you see uh, Lady Derp Derp, your goblin dog, like dives into the crate and you see it ruffling around and she comes out uh, in her mouth with a blue and yellow collar with the X symbol on um, <laughs> on the collar, kind of like a Scooby-Doo X-Men mix. Yes, Lady Derp, you're coming with. And then she, bam, poof, teleports out of the box and behind Apex as she just starts nibbling at your feet, uh, kind of ushering you to pick your own costume. So I'm ruffling through and I see, I'm looking for a very specific suit here. So I find it. And because I'm a huge fan of Colossus, mine is very Colossus-esque. Picture uh, black and gray leather pants with a sleeveless shirt with a, a red X right across the chest. Really reminiscent of Colossus from the Deadpool movie. All right, awesome. Have you been working out? I work out every day. You're looking like a snack. Oh, okay. I see you. I see you, Apex. Um, Oh my god, you guys, not now. Oh, this is so gross. Of course, you would hit on him. (laughs) Uh, Code Code doesn't take one, and he's like, I'm, um, if you guys are going after Colossus, I'm gonna stay here. Um, My powers don't really do much in the field. Okay, Listen, Cypher. You're just going to bow out now? Well, I, I get like, uh, we, we don't we don't want Cypher over here to die. Like, yeah. I mean, I have read the old, the old books. Like, if he doesn't feel like he's brave enough to take on a Sentinel, which is computer-based, then that's yeah, fine. Your powers, make you can just a- touch the Sentinel and make him turn off. All right, make a persuasion check with advantage. So when you do things with advantage, it means that you roll it twice, the d20 twice, and you take the better number. So because Avatar uh, and Seven are helping Mobile's gang up on poor Code, young Code, you are bullying him into accompanying you into the field. We're not bullying. It's just logical. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're going to let the audience decide if you guys are mean girls or not, but like... It's just my personality, okay? I'm sorry. But that's are we, are we, are, sorry. Mobilis said it best. It's literally no, a sense at all. Only, oh. only uh, Mobilis rolls. Oh, oh, only I'm rolling. Oh, okay. And I'm yeah. rolling twice. Yeah, because they're helping you, so it's called rolling with advantage. So you take the okay, better number. So I got I got a 20. Oh. Like an I got 20. a 2. <laughs> so we're okay. going to go with the so 20. So you take the 20, and you rolled a natural 20. Yes. Like a, Okay, so without anything... So he's like, I'm not, I'm not scared and I want to help. I'm just saying my powers aren't, I'm good at finding um, passwords and getting doors open. I'm not great at fighting bad guys, but fine, I'll, I'll come. Um, he... We're not asking you to fight the bad guy. Just go up to the Sentinel, touch its leg and turn it off. Apex will protect you. Oh, then. I, I also make four <laughs> Oh, and I can heal you. If anything happens to you, I can heal you. So you're going to be as good as new. Yeah. Oh, great. So after I get laser beamed and have the pain of all of that, then you'll heal me? Yeah, we're going to get some hair it. on your chest. <laughs> all right. He uh, he whips out a costume, um, I'd say similar to Avatar, so just a classic uh, yellow and blue um, 
but it's a reverse color. So it's like the base suit is uh, the yellow and he's got like blue trunks on it, um, straps. Yeah, uh, Janet is really creative with her line. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, um, he's like, well, uh, do any of you drive? I don't have a license. I Yeah, I drive. I only have a motorcycle. <laughs> But Apex, uh, if you want to ride on the back, I, mm, you guys know test a few times. that um, next to the mansion in a uh, garage on the property is where all the teachers keep their cars and their different Ooh. modes of transport. Cyclops Ooh. is convertible. Oh, yes. I want the we one who was fixing. We that seven. We need it's okay. Let's get Apex it. is just going to have to sit on your lap. Seven. <laughs> Listen, oh. I'm okay with this. <laughs> so, all right. What cars are in the garage? Well, okay. So, do you? So, you're currently in the supplies room. Let's so, as you're heading out, you do realize. As you're heading out, Avatar, you notice on the shelf um, a few packs of adrenaline syringes that uh, you know the X-Men you bring out to the field, or sometimes in you know you have them on. Uh, kind of when you're in the danger room they're always accessible like for very rare occasions the things go a bit too far uh where if you um, inject yourself with the adrenaline it will give you a boost of energy and restore some vitality so read reskinned health potions for the x-men world um so you it. each it's basically get, a modification of kick yeah so you each get a uh, and you can put this down on your character sheets um an adrenaline uh pack uh, and when you use it, it takes an action to use, and it will heal you 2d4 plus 2 health. d4 plus 2 health. Yeah, 2d4 plus 2. So you can take that to yourself, or you can administer it to somebody else, um, just in case uh, Avatar ever gets knocked down and you guys need healing. There's another way of, of healing yourselves. Okay, so you step out of the briefing room. You realize there's five more doors in the corridor. Um, happy that you go straight to the garage. What do you guys want to do? Take a look around, see what cars there are. All right. So you whiz past the teacher's bedrooms uh, and head out of the mansion uh, into uh, the garage. So um, you rush out of one of the side doors and you head into a 10-car garage that's on its own in a separate building. The room is dark and smells of motor oil and concrete. Mm. When you turn the lights, uh, you grow your eyes grow wide with excitement as you see various vehicles at your disposal. Uh, Cyclops's custom Harley Davidson. You see Angel's retro Dodge Viper from the late '90s, still in pristine condition. You see Logan's Jeep, uh, an assortment of other sports cars and SUVs. Can you also make perception checks, please? A twenty. Ooh. I got a 12. I got a 19. All right. I got... Oh, what's my perception? Um, I got a 13. Okay, so you all notice uh, near the back of the room, you see a closed glass box mounted on the wall that contains a number of keys. And it's like the keys you think to the various cars. Um, Apex, uh, always the one that seems to be of your group a bit um, quieter, but taking in the situation a bit more you notice in the corner of the room uh behind kind of covered half by a 
blanket, a uh, automaton-looking robot in a blue and yellow hood standing motionless. Ooh, let's go investigate, see what this is. This could be cool. All right. Go take so, the blanket off it. All right. Uh, you notice that it is the form of a human. So it's a you know human-looking robot. The face is metallic, almost like the visage of like a skull or mask. Um, and it's covered in a blue and gold cloak. Uh, do you make an investigation check? So look for your investigation number as you um, look it over. No, it's yellow. It's Hank oh. McCoy. He's responsible for bringing the Sentinels back. No. <laughs> it's Dr. McCoy. He's going to ruin us. So, so I got 18 plus six. So that's like, what, 24? All right. So uh, are the rest of you so okay? So Mobilis is looking it over. Apex, are you looking it over? I what are the seven. rest of you guys doing? Wait, I'm Instagramming this. I got you're into yeah. Okay, so so uh, Mobilis and Apex are looking at this automaton. Avatar is taking selfies with um, uh, Cyclops's Harley Davidson posing on it, trying to look cool. Completely, um, you know, not paying attention. Uh, Mobilis, as Apex, kind of like dings on its forehead you notice a, a bit of writing on the back of it that says doombot version three but it is scratched out and under it it says mccoybot version one told you told you i'm very nervous about this robot because if it was originally a doombot and beast has been messing with it i don't trust it no guys i'm telling you Miss Adler was talking to us about some of the possible futures she's seen, and Hank McCoy always betrays the X-Men. Always. What what is with you in all of these crazy conspiracy theories? Mm. Can we have code? Talk to it, see what it's about, if it's friendly. God, if I we can you, control Apex. it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, um, Apex. All right. That is so um, okay. So what do you want? Speak to code. Tell them what you want to do. Code. I, I'm very nervous about it. I don't agree that we should. I think we should just leave it alone. No, but, we got but, it. But if no. you guys want to, you go ahead. I just don't think it's a smart idea. It's an extra team member if we can get it to work with us. That's right. We'll have a field assist. That's right. With a beast brain. I mean, if I have to, <laughs> yeah, if I have to like, kind of make this it. thing explode with my brain later, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah. Does it need to be on for code to communicate with it? No. Um, all right. Let me see what I can do. Um, he puts his finger on its forehead. Um, I'm going to roll a check for him to see how good he is at doing this. Oh, 19 on the dice. Um, he says, yeah, this is really complicated stuff. I mean, this tech is way more complicated than the stuff back in the mansion. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, it, I think Professor McCoy kind of rebuilt this to guard the garage. Mm, let's keep it off. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys this was not a good idea. Wait, so now, Dr. McCoy built this just to guard the garage? That means As you say this, you the pinpricks behind the metal thing flash to light, red light behind the eyes, and it goes... You guys, I told you! <laughs> tampering detected Punch it in the face as hard Unauthorized as I can. Authorized users <laughs> in the garage, and it sounds. Oh my god! Is this our first boss battle? 
I think it is, bro, bro. Unauthorized oh, presences detected. Please remove yourself from the garage. Can I just punch it? I want to punch it. As All right. As it powers up. Right if in the face. Apex is going to punch it. <laughs> Guys, for the first time, roll initiative. So, oh, da da Yeah, this is the first battle. This is the first battle. Uh, one. <laughs> ah! I got a I got a... Okay, sorry, I got hold on. Eight. Uh, wait I got a second, a hold five. on. Five. Oh, wait. So, uh, Avatar, sorry, you got a what? I got an eight. Eight. Wait, don't I have to add this? Seven. What did you get? Initiative. Right? Do I have to add those like on? Sorry. Yeah, so on initiative, you should have a number. So you just roll a d20 and you add that. Oh. You add that number to your d20 roll. So you want to get the higher, the better, because that'll determine what order you move in in the combat. I add the ability mod or the ability score. Uh, do you see the yellow section on your character sheet? Oh, yeah. oh my bad. Wrong section. Wait, I don't see the yellow section. <laughs> oh, okay. Two. So I got 14. 14. Apex, what did you get? I got a one. <laughs> do you not have a modifier? One. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And Mobilis? Wait, so which one am I adding? What number am I adding? Oh, I see it. Here. In the uh, speed X area? In yeah, the in the speed section. area, there's a box that says initiative. Oh, four. So I got a nine. You got a nine. All right. So with that, we're going to say you, the uh, McCoy bot actually goes first. Um, So Apex goes to punch it and it stands up um, and quicker than you can, it goes to punch you back. Um, So with lightning fast reflexes, it goes to slam Apex right in the chest, uh, and it rolls a 14 to hit. Apex, what is your armor class? Armor class is 16. All right. So in the just as fast as the McCoy bot goes to punch, Apex surrounds himself with his mutant power as the shield pops in, uh, and it just goes ding as it hits the energy. Next up is 7, and then Mobilis after that. Oh, my... Oh. Right, so actually, where were you guys? I, I have a little map. So those of you that are watching, we're not gonna we're gonna be using theater of the mind. Uh, I've got a little paper that has where people are gonna be. So um, you know, you'll just have to use your imagination. Um, I know that uh, Movilis and Apex are at the back of the room um, with the Doombot. Uh, Avatar, you were at Cyclops's um, motorcycle. Yeah. So yeah. you are actually. The motorcycle is actually the one furthest in the room closest to the Doombot. So you are fairly close. And then, Seven, where were you during all this? I was definitely not by the Doombot. <laughs> oh, and so so was Code, actually, because Code is with you. So Code is next to the Doombot also. <laughs> Seven's like, I clearly am not. So where were you, Seven, during all this? Like, what, what car no, would you be? but sis, that's your luck power. So you're right where you need to be. I feel like I was admiring the convertible. Okay, the- so you're you're um uh so you're kind of more in the middle of the room. Okay. Uh, admiring the uh, classic Dodge Viper from the I late nineties. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um. So seven, it's actually your turn. So because we're on combat, like I said, you can do a move, you can do an action, and a bonus action. Okay, I feel like I need to utilize code 
I'm not going to be a mean girl anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So me and I'm like, Code, I want to enhance his power. So like, Code, can you shut this bot down? Like, so you know that, like, so Code will have his own turn. So you can oh, talk and definitely, t- yeah, so he'll get his own turn. Um, so you know that you can talk to him and that won't, that's like a free action. It's fine. But you can still do something yourself that you want to do. Okay. I think you have powers on the last page. I too. have powers on the last page. Okay. Sorry. I'm oh, worried. actually, this is where you printed out your character sheets, didn't you? Do you yeah. see the notes? Because all the powers, if you hovered over them with your mouse, they Justin had printed them off for me. Oh, perfect. I just want to see cool. what like the best scenario is to help out my team all right and then so mobilis and avatar you're coming up next so i would say like double check okay. what you think you're gonna do um why don't i Unlocked open up sevens is not character. a human mm, i think i can Ooh. okay so what you can do i can can i i can create du- illusionary duplicates of myself yeah, you can do that. It so makes yourself harder to hit. Distraction, kind of. Yeah, the, so the illusionary duplicates make yourself harder to hit. Yes, that's what I want to do. I want to do that right. so that the Doombot is focused on my duplicates and not on myself and code because we're gonna we're gonna work together to take this out. All right, so that is a level two ability. So click off that you've used one of your level two abilities, um, and. Uh, you see there is a brief change of scent in the room um, and you're all uh, you kind of all your eyes go watery for a second and when you focus you see that there are uh, three other sevens standing around her mimicking her movements and you're not sure which is the real one all right Movilis, you are standing next to the doom bot uh, it has just tried to punch apex what are you gonna do i am going to (laughs) because i'm not smart i'm gonna do a telekinetic blast yep to try to blast it um away from everyone else to try to like blast it in the opposite direction like towards the wall okay so which ability is that that you're using so that that's the action, just telekinetic blast. Okay, so matter? I don't think it actually moves anybody though. That that ability. Oh, oh, it's it doesn't. Re- no, I think it just does damage. Oh, oh, okay. So then, which one moves? Is that a force blast that moves someone? Um, oh, it- you can use. So you're trying to move them. Yes. Is that? Mm. Uh, no, I don't actually. You, I don't actually think you have anything. Uh, you can use pulse wave, which is one of your <laughs> bigger abilities, but that would hit. You know that that kind of radiates out from you, exactly, and that will hit exactly. code, I, and I that will hit. Do that. So that. So then, I guess. I guess let's just try just the blast and All just right. see what that does. So what do I got to do? I got to right, so roll. You roll, and then it says, add your mutant power modifier, which is actually on your character sheet under all your abilities. In the blue box, it should say 
Uh, it was just a spell attack, but um, spell attack. okay. So I'm gonna roll. So you added d20, and you're trying to hit the McCoy bot's armor class. Yes. So I got a 16 plus six. All right. So you, uh, what does it look like? Like, do you, do you see anything when you generate these telekinetic abilities, or is it just invisible? Yes. I, it's it's bolts out of my head. So we're right. we're. We're at, we're at, so I shoot I shoot a beam out of my head directly because I think because I was looking at the back of the bat to see that it said McCoy so yeah. a beam out of my forehead into the back of the McCoy bat. All right, it smashes in and you see the um, yellow and blue cloak kind of explode off of it. Roll the damage for it. Okay, How, what d twenty? Uh, no, so this is not. This is um, if you look at the telekinetic blast, it should say uh, okay. because you are level five, it does two d ten. So roll two okay. times the ten sided dice. Okay, so that's that's not you. That is. So is, is that this one? Yeah. Okay, so two times this. So two of these. So that's a nine. Yeah. And is is that a zero or a ten? Ten. So nineteen. That is a great hit. So it blasts, and you see chunks of metal fly out. And then the head just spins around as it looks at you. But before it goes, Avatar is up next. And you are putting your phone away uh, as you catch a selfie in the back of the Doombot getting blasted. You're like this, holding your phone. Um, and then you realize that shit is getting real and that you should probably pay attention to what is going on. So I, I'm more curious about my boy Apex, who just got he got hit, right? Yes, but his his mutant power blocked it. He's oh, his got the armor power. shield. Yeah. Okay. So can I do a cell armor on Mo to yeah. protect her because she seems to have caused the most damage? So I want to make sure our MVP doesn't get taken out. So I'm going to put a shield around her. So for Mo and uh, the watch at home, do you want to read out what your ability does? Yes, absolutely. It's a cell armor, and it's a shimmering field that appears and surrounds a creature of my choice within range, granting it a two, a plus two bonus to AC for the duration. All I don't right. know what that so, means. So, Demanda, your armor class goes up by plus two until oh. the end of the fight. Mm-hmm. Hashtag blast. So, so you're harder <laughs> to hit. So, Avatar, how does your power manifest? Describe what you do. All right, so I'm literally like this, trying to take like a selfie, and I'm like, holy shit. So I go like this, and then I go like that. Both hands have to go out because I'm not confident enough to do it with just one hand. I have to do it with both hands. And so I come towards uh, Demanda or Mo, and I let it like shimmer around her. It's like this beautiful green light, and it's almost angelic, and it just surrounds her. And it's very theatrical at first, like it's very big and shimmering, but then it slowly cools down and it's like this green armor around her awesome yeah very cool description glistening it's like a green neon light just like emanating off of her so so can i can i ask does that can you like do that from across the room or do you have to like yeah so he can do that 60 feet away yeah oh work yeah i love that that for Uh, us work harder that's a bonus action avatar meaning you still have an action that you can do um so you cannot use because that was a um, a spell or mutant power that uh, that is still a bonus action, it means you can only use one of your unlimited uses abilities. So you could still actually do a cell flame or a cell disruption on it. 
Okay, let me just look at the differences really quick. quick so you want to do so you're too far away to do self flame, uh, self okay. disruption. So you can um, use the power called self flame, where uh, so Avatar's ability to heal um, is actually he kind of reworks atoms. Um, he's quite a powerful mutant, just unable to use the full extent of his powers. So you are you can, if you want, try to rearrange the atoms of the McCoy bot. Okay. So, and that's self flame. Yeah, so that's self flame. So, I actually then have to make a saving throw as the uh, the robot. So, you point your hands at it, um, and a beam of light goes out, and the robot tries to step away, but rolls an 11. Well, actually, 7 plus 4. So, the beam hits it, and you start rearranging the molecules of the. Um, the, the McCoy bot. So can you take your D8, the one that looks like a diamond, one of these for the viewers at home, boop, 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 and roll that twice? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me see my D8. Jane, Jane, this one right here? Yeah. <laughs> Jane, 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 Jane. All right, I'm going to roll it. Uh, one. You roll twice. Oh, okay. So one and a five. A one and five. All right. Um, it doesn't do a ton of damage. You, you're concentrating on it, and then it turns its face back to you, and you get kind of a bit scared. It's the first time you're in a real fight with something, uh, and you lose concentration on your power. Uh, Code is actually next, and he reaches out a hand, and he's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And he puts his hand on the, um, the McCoy bot, and you, again, you see his eyes start to glow kind of green and black as numbers flash through his irises. And he is able to scramble some of the uh, internal software, uh, and he does to it six damage, so not too bad. Uh, and then he goes to take a step back uh, and move away from it. But as he moves, so as you move out of combat, if you're next to somebody, the, um, the other characters can take what's called an attack of opportunity. So the robot, as he's going to run back towards Seven, uh, the robot goes to punch him. And the robot misses. So you see, it goes to punch, and then Apex just, his hand comes up, glowing with kind of a exoskeleton of uh, mutant power, and just grabs the robot's hand and blocks it from punching code in the back of the head. Uh, and Apex, it's now your turn, actually. Right, so I'm just going to straight up manifest a hammer, a big right. war hammer, and whack the robot with it. All right. So out of your other hands, so you're holding it with one You're holding its fist in one hand. Your power is turned to a war hammer, and you smash it. Uh, at your level, you get two attacks. So yeah. you can do your attack twice. All right. What do I roll? Uh, so you go up to where uh, it says um, on the character sheet, uh, weapons, you've got... Um, I put your attack there, so you roll and you add the two hit box to see if you hit his armor class. Where is this? Under, me... okay, attacks. Yeah. The damage type, reach five. You so you see the next box over says two hit is the next oh, column. Yeah, it's a six. Yeah, so you add plus six to whatever number you roll. On a d20? Yeah. All right. 18. All right, 18's a hit, and then roll your second one. Roll it again, and we'll see if you hit it twice. And 19. All right, so you smash its head twice with your hammer. Roll the damage for both hits. Ooh, daddy smash. First one, 
Apex Smash. Apex <laughs> Smash. And don't forget to add, you've got a damage okay. modifier. So if you look at the end on the far right of your character sheet, you should see uh, okay. what the damage modifier is. So it's a actually, D10? No, yeah, plus, and it should have a plus. Okay. I'm actually going to open all your character sheets so I can just like quickly help you guys. Thank you. I probably <laughs> should have done it. So you do okay. a plus three. So you roll a D10, you add three. Um, and I'm going to assume because uh, you put your armor on, so you are. Uh, so for those that are DD fans, Justin is a reskin barbarian, so his armor is like a rage. So you actually add another two. So to every dice roll, you're adding five damage. Damn. So the first one is a ten. Plus is that ten plus five or oh, no? It's five plus five. Okay, so five. So all right. And then the second one is a oh nine plus five. Ooh, so, so 14. fourteen and ten were the two. All right, just doing some quick math here. All right, um, Apex smashes it, and you see bits of metal flies off of the old Doombot's face, and you see wiring underneath it. Uh, it is now the Doombot's turn, however. Uh, it turns to Apex, and from its stomach, a compartment opens up, and it shoots out a net that expands and is um, sizzling with electricity. Oh, my God. Can you make a strength saving throw? So you look for your saving throws, and you find the number that uh, next to the strength. So roll a d20. So I got a so 16. Actually, okay, so you have... All right, so the net surrounds you, and you take, as it's um, sizzling with electricity, you take a whopping... It would have been eight, but four damage, because you managed to push it out of the way before it snatches you um, and ties you up in it. So you manage to shrug it off and only take four points of electricity damage. Right. It then, uh, because you've actually done the most damage to it, it sees you as the biggest threat. It points its hand at you and blasts you with a laser beam for what's it, 17 to hit. Is that higher than your armor class? My armor class is uh, 16, but I get 12 bonus armor. No, so that's sorry, the 12 bonuses uh, makes up the total. So you're 16, so it hits you. So right oh. in the chest, the blast punctures through your armor, hits you in the chest, and you take a you take eight points of damage, more damage, as um you are not incinerated because of your armor, but uh definitely a like a freight train has hit you in the stomach as the beam of concussive force blasts you. Uh, oh seven, God. you see Apex get blasted and you are up next. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> You'll never guess what's going on. I'm on Instagram Live. <laughs> live streaming live streaming it. We're live streaming hey, this. Hey, Amelia. I'm just hey, seeing Amelia. my friend get blasted by a Doombot. Hi, Dios mio. Okay. I... You have you have like your other your other people, right? You have like four people. Yeah, I, so I have my my three distractions. So I am going to do. I think I can do a pheromone disruption disruption mm-hmm. cold. So I think that that is what I'm gonna do. And that is sorry that I they have different names on the printout. I should have fixed that before we started. So that means that I can. So the range is 60 feet. So I believe I'm in the range because I'm like in the middle-ish of the room. with. Yep, both. yep, yeah, because the range is 120 feet for pheromone disruption. So the target, the Doombot, has to make a constitution saving throw? Yeah. 
so, okay, so you extend your pheromone. You know that you can secrete um, a smell that can, uh, if for those of you that, or for the people that you choose that smell it, it starts to poison their inside. Uh, however, you use it on the Doombot and nothing happens because it is a robot. I know. Guys, this is not my fight. <laughs> <laughs> so you see Simon comes out, concentrates her power, and she goes, you guys, it's a <laughs> robot. It's not, it's not my fight. And you dodge back behind the Dodge Viper. Mobilis, you're up next. The Doombot is on its last legs, though. You can see from okay. where Apex so, hit it, like wires are coming out of its face. You see it's like crackling. So so I also know that, listen, this thing is, it's gonna, it's going to explode. And I need to make sure that like people who are already injured need protection. I already have my shining thing. So I'm first going to throw a shield over Apex because I'm, I'm going to, Blasted so in a shield, second. So the shield, actually, Mobus, that's a reaction. So you could actually just save that for when he gets hit. So okay. you don't have to use it now. So actually, on any turn, um, so I you didn't know that I were to put up a shield earlier. Well, Again, you know what, this is what happens when you're students. It's the first time in the field. You don't I really know. We are all learning here. So again, I'm like, I'm going to give you a shield. And you're like, I could have used that <laughs> earlier. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. Um. So. So I'm going to I'm going to do another telekinetic blast. All right. Um, and so I have to roll. Roll to hit. So Did roll a 20. twenty. Roll a twenty to hit. And what do I add to it? Add your spell attack. Spell attack. Okay, so I add six to that. So I got an eleven. So that's seventeen. Yes. So you hit it. Roll two d ten. Ooh, it's on its last legs. Let's okay. see. So two of these, I got a four. All right. And a Mobilis, four. Describe how you take the Doombot, now rebranded a McCoy bot, down. So I I first blast from my from my forehead into its face and use that beam to literally cut it all the way down apart and it just breaks apart, falling over. All Get right. it, girl. Get it. We're oh my god, like, I'm so exhausted. Ultron, I'm so scared. Ultron killing Thanos and what if? You just see Mobus go... Yes, goes, like that. Code's um, <gasps> like, holy shit. <laughs> Professor Jean has nothing on you. <laughs> I am freaking out, you guys. I've never done that before. That was really cool. You were incredible. Oh like, my yeah. god, high five. High five. High five all but around. Also, oh my god, Apex, are you okay? Oh yeah, so, it's just can, a scratch. It's can fine. I heal him? Can I heal yeah. Apex? Yeah. Okay. So, can so I you're use... out of combat now, so you don't have to, like, we don't have to go in order, so um, you can use, and all of you guys that have used, like, spells or abilities, make sure you tick off um, the relevant that boss that you've used. That was a waste for me. I'm um, a terrible So, okay, Avatar, so... you do have healing, so you can yeah. go up and heal him if you want. So I go up to him and I heal him. But before I do, I look at Seven and I give her the stink eye and I stick my tongue at her. And then I go up to him. Where did he get hit on his stomach? And I In the stomach, yeah. In the stomach. So I start touching his abs and I heal him right there while looking at Seven. Not because I like Apex, but because I want to get Seven's attention. Because right. I want my oh, bro, where is this I want, I want it. From? I'm being hostile because I secretly just want a relationship with my sister. 
All right. So you heal. You ro- heal 1d8 plus your spell casting modifier. I don't know what that for means. you is your wisdom. So I will just tell you the number. Uh, so you add plus two. So one d eight plus two is how much you heal him. Okay, wait, wait. So I'm rolling the eight. Yep. So I got a five plus two. Plus two, seven. so seven. Yeah. Is that good? Are his yeah, abs I mean, okay? Yeah, he he, he took he's like up. of damage. Yeah, he's oh, bruised up. Okay, but he's uh, yeah, he's definitely looking better. Oh <laughs> shit! Well. Um, well, I guess that was. We can grab the keys now. I mean, which 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 card do you guys want to take? The big one. All right. <laughs> oh, she always Avatar. wants the big one. So uh, you pull Avatar off of uh, Professor Summers's Harley Davidson, and you head over to the much more practical and much more incognito black SUV. Uh, it's a forerunner. Who's, who's grabbing the keys? Uh, Avi. Let's All right. Go. You so Apex starts to move to like the the driver's side, and you see Seven just grab the keys, push him out no, of the way. Not after that Doombot shit. Scoot over. Um, <laughs> and she gets in the car. You all. Um, who who's who's riding shotgun? I'm gonna make Ape. I'm push Apex over into the passenger seat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's he's shot. He's running shotty. And, All right. And and as we're getting in, I'm just like whispering to Code. I'm like, oh my god, did you see that? Like that was. I was like really. Great. That was really good. That was really like, cool. I was. I was like really awesome, you guys. <laughs> so then I tap Mo, and she turns around, and I already have the camera out, and we're taking a <laughs> selfie together. That's it. So I don't even give her, but she knows what to do. And then. And I'm like, like, hashtag hero. Oh my god, look. Hashtag uh, like, no MVP. See that for there. a second. He, he just, t- code touches your phone, and you see all the perfect filters just apply super quickly. <laughs> um, and all the right, he's like, I've optimized the hashtags to get the most amount of followers for you. Thank you. But um, I'm really, Avatar is really excited. Like, for the first time, he's feeling a sense of, like, being part of a team, because he's been on his own, and he's really proud. He's even nice to code. He's even, like, Instagramming yeah. code. Yeah, getting code. We're going setting yeah. up. All right. Yeah. Um, as you close the doors, you hear a bam as Lady Derp Derp, who was hiding under uh, one of the SUVs, just bamps into the back seat onto Code's lap. Uh, he's like, oh, wow, crap, okay. Um, I didn't know you. your, your dog could do this. Also, why does, why does your dog have a unicorn horn? This is crazy. That is the form she chose, and I do not question it. <sighs> Why does she if we weren't going to go after Colossus right now, I'd really dig into how you have a teleporting dog, but I guess we'll save that for another day. <laughs> it's because thought, Professor Wagner just pooped. It was a good... <laughs> <it was> a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, so... It, it, it's good to just not question things sometimes. Listen, does anybody know why Crystal has a lockjaw? No. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. So, as you're having this debate, Seven turns the keys to the SUV and you drive off blaring music um and the drive you know you, you you got from the briefing that code tapped into you got the directions you got the address uh and the drive takes about just over an hour um to get to where you're trying to get to by hour now the half, sun has set yeah. can we uh, pull over i really have to pee that's what i just said yes we all have small bladders 
Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> so you stop at a 7-Eleven, Avatar Mo, you get like the big key with the big ugly keychain <laughs> to go take a pee in the back. Uh, Coke comes out with like Cheetos and Coke. And, 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 and yes. um, no, and he's like, I got some Gatorade. I thought that maybe this could help. Um, I agree. Yeah. No, Avatar um, comes out with a big slushy, like huge <laughs> slushy, and it's blue. Yeah. Um, no, and, and one of those like um, protein, like pre made protein shakes that have like a million grams of sugar, and he's like mixing yes. them in. Like the, well, the blue cherry slushy with the protein <laughs> shake. These X Men uniforms are just not great to pee in. Because, <laughs> like, do you not have. Mine has a crotch zipper. It goes really quick. Girl, uh, there are things that we have oh, to do. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, as you guys climb back into the SUV 7, once again, the driver's seat, uh, you speed down the highway and get uh, to your destination. And you stop about a quarter mile from the abandoned uh, automotive factory because you don't want to park the car too, too close. And you opt to do the rest of the journey on foot. And as you get closer, you see that the building is surrounded by a chain link fence. Um, can you guys make perception checks, please? Perception, I think I just do, yeah, plus two. I got, I got a 19 plus. Okay. I got an eight. I got a two. Right. Again, you're so clueless. <laughs> um, Where are we again? Avatar is, um, streaming live streaming the car journey um code is wrapped up uh in the live stream also for the first time kind of feeling like he's popular and hanging out with the seniors um and apex once again the, the real hero of your team is like um spot you spot a side door to the factory uh and you also know that there's obviously the the front doors as a way in um through the gates um, but if you'd want to go through the side door, you'd obviously have to scale the like the chain link fence. Um, so your two options, you've got a side door and a front door. Oh, can I try and like shoulder down the, the side door? Just All right, like, so you're going to go head to the side door? In. I want to go in the side. All right. Well, I, I understand wanting to go in the side, but should we, I mean, we should not just like burst in. We don't know what's in there. Like what, like what, like what, what if we burst in there and it's like full of people with guns? I got armor. Wait, are there cameras? <laughs> I, the I can heal us. Who cares if they shoot us? We'll heal you. Um, Apex goes, I've got armor. And Code's like, I, I don't. I do no, computers. So it. if I get shot, the I'm going to be shot. Yeah. I, I know. And, and, and listen, like, I like took down that robot, which was, again, fucking awesome. But like, I don't know whether or not, after all that exertion, like maybe my shields won't work to try to protect people. Like, let's. Let's be smart about this. Let's simmer down, y'all. Okay. <laughs> now, are there cameras in the building? You don't know. So you're at this point, you're on the other side of the chain link fence. So you can take a look around to see if you spot anything. So roll a perception check. <laughs> yeah, lucky strike. What you got? I got a 10. All right. You look around. You don't seem to spot any security cameras outside. You think the coast looks clear? I know we're all thinking the side door is going to be the best way to get in, but what if we just fake it till we make it and enter in the front? We're just we're we're just, we're just gonna we're just gonna walk in like oh hey we're just we're just a couple of a couple of kids just walking around. We're here, yeah, we're here for the factory tour. <laughs> <laughs> 
on a field trip. You can convince them, right? I could. Let's convince them. Let's try it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do you do you seven start walking towards the front the front door? And how are you doing it? Like, are you are you kind of sneaking up on it? Are you just like? No, we are full on. We are just walking. Like, we know we need to be here. We're not okay. being sneaky. God, she just right. makes everything so difficult, guys. I'm so sorry for my sister. All right. So can you guys just, uh, for the sake of this, so seven, you're at the front leading the charge. How are you? Oh, like, give, me, give me a position of like, um, we do not condone because she was driving, drinking, and driving beer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, where did you get that beer? Oh my so God. Say, I'm, in, I'm in the back of the line. Like, I just don't think this is Okay, so it's going to be like me in the front. Yeah. Okay, so I'm in, I'm in the front. Yeah. I am the leader. And, and I'm going to say that Code is, code is, uh, is next. In the back me. with you? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then, Apex, are you up front or are so you in the middle? And then it's my muscle. Apex, yeah. And then it's. Okay. The and then live streamer in the middle. Yeah. yeah it's, I, it's that's mo- exactly where I picture myself. Okay. In the okay. Yeah. I've got I've got the order. All right. Perfect. That's the order. Yeah. This is the order you... we all die in. <laughs> uh, you're gonna come out and annihilate us. <laughs> all right. So you taking the idea, you know, fake it till you make it. We're just gonna charge the front door. Uh, as you get close to the large glass doors uh, that lead into this abandoned factory, um, you get close enough to see that there are lights on in the corridor. And then as you take the steps up, kind of getting to the door, you just see a guy sitting on a fold out, uh, like a folding metal chair, kind of like looking at his phone. He looks up, whips out a gun and just shoots at you. Bang. And we're going to roll initiative as Ah! the guy tries to shoot you. This motherfucker. (laughs) I got a a 16. All right. So hold on. So the robot is dead. I'm moving my villain tracker down all right so mobile is 16 i plus got four. Seven plus is 21 four. oh Sorry, so 20 uh avatar so wait i'm sorry i so i got i rolled a six what do i add the initiative yeah you're you're at the initiative number yeah okay so the initiative number i have i have a 12 and a one on my ability score mod help me out here uh, hold on, let me find your sheet. So your initiative is plus zero because you've got nothing to your decks. Okay. So you just—it's just a straight number. So you rolled a what? A six. Six. A six. An apex. I rolled an eleven, and I so plus one, twelve. All right, twelve. Uh, and the guys are gonna go f- a surprise round. Ooh, all right. So they are. Uh, all right. Perfect. I've got the order of everybody. So you are fake it till you make it. Walk straight into guards that were waiting um, for something to happen. And one of the guards takes a shot and the glass shatters as the bullet goes through cream towards you. They hit an armor class of 24, which will definitely... I was going to say, can I, can I throw up the shield? Can I dodge it? Like, my... Like, no, so that like so so the hitting your armor class is basically like you didn't dodge in time. And uh, Mo, I will give you this, given that you guys are near place. Uh, the twenty-four armor class, I think, will hit even if you put up the shield. So it's probably a waste of your spell if you do that. So okay. and it's all happening so fast because you are, you know, you're unpracticed, you're unseasoned, and you're in the back. Uh, and you, this is the first time out of the danger room, guys. This is the first time real 
real shit is going down. Um, and the bullet grazes your leg, uh, cuts through your uniform, and you see blood splatters as you take eight points of damage. Uh, seven. No, just you. Then, just you, fearless yeah. leader. <laughs> just you. So now, uh, what you can see, so you're seeing the glass has shattered at the front door. You see that there's a guy standing there. Um, looks like a civilian dressed in like jeans and a scraggy t-shirt. He's got a gun, like a handgun. Um, you can see down the corridor is a big set of double doors at the end. And you see a um, set of doors on the left with lights coming out of that room. Another guy steps out of that room uh, and he takes a look um, and he goes, uh, I thought the boss had said the X-Men wouldn't come. And he goes, these aren't the X-Men, they're stupid kids. The other guy answers. Uh, the second guard takes a shot at seven. Uh, and this time you... Uh, Aggro. This time the shot, he's like, a bit nervous, the guy, not expecting anything to happen, and the shot goes wide, and you see the ball just go straight past your... Well, you don't see because it goes so fast, but it misses your face by a few inches. Seven, you are up. These are just like goons? This. Yeah, these are just goons. Okay. Nameless goons. So I'm going to unleash my confusion spores on the goon that's closer to us. All right. And he makes a wisdom saving throw, right? Yeah, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be incapacitated all right he rolled a four so so okay so he freezes up yes i've read this so so the pheromone he takes a whiff of it as he's going to take a second shot and then his hand just starts shaking and his body freezes into place as your pheromones get into his skin up his nostrils um and he is just frozen and cannot move he can't move at all can he shoot his other friend no, so he's incapacitated, which means incapacitated as a condition. Oh, so he's just kind of like, he can't do anything. He's frozen. Exactly. He's frozen. So he cannot take actions or reactions, so he cannot do anything. And at the end okay. of his turn, he'll get a chance to break free, and he'll also take damage on his turn from that ability. So um, your immune power has surrounded him, got into his nostrils. You see his body and his muscles tense up as he gets locked into place. Uh, do you want to move, or are you going to stay at the front? I'm gonna. I'm gonna hide behind Apex. All right. <laughs> like, the armor guy. Get behind the armor guy. <laughs> All right. So you take a step behind Apex, uh, Mobilus. It's you. so Mobilus. You are at the back of the group. So the, you guys are in a line. You've got Code in front of you, Avatar, then Seven now, and Apex at the front. What do you want to do? You see, one guy is frozen, holding onto his gun. Uh, the other guy had taken a shot, missed, and he looks like he's going to take another shot. Yeah. At so I am going to, because again, like, shock, we just had a go gun go off. I am just completely out of it. I <laughs> am going to take kind of a big swing, and I'm going to go for a force blast. At, awesome. At the second guy, because again, I'm just like, oh my god, like, ah, let me just like, do like like just do something to this other guy all right so this the force blast automatically hits so you throw out from your mind three blasts of kinetic energy that whirl around like missiles homing into the guy that's not frozen they slam into him uh and you roll 3d4 and you add plus one to every three dice. d4 so d4 is the triangle yep okay so three of these yep so four yeah 
One. Yeah. Two. So that's seven. So, so ten. Oh, oh yes, and then and yeah. then a four. No, so, so you four. rolled three, and then each one has a plus one, so it's ten damage oh. total. Okay. So they slam into him, um, blasting him all each. It's like being punched from a distance by right? three blasts. Um, it unsettles him, but you see he's still holding onto the gun, um, and he is not down. As you see him blasted Apex, you are up next. So what do you want to do? Can I just, like, armor up and then rush towards him and try and, like, smash him together? No, because you're protecting me right now. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have time to tell him. So you, hot-headed Apex, <laughs> armors up. Um, so you want to click one use of your rage or second use of your rage. Um, so you oh. armor up. And you smash, you run for to the frozen guy, or do you run past him to the guy that is uh, got the gun still? Uh, can I like pick the frozen guy up and slam him into the other guy as I'm running? Yeah, why not? Why don't you make <laughs> a uh, make a strength check? Twenty. <laughs> All right, perfect. Okay, so you <laughs> run by. Describe how you grab him and how you want to use him to smash into the other guy. So I just pick him up like a football player. I just grab him around the waist, pick him up over my shoulder, yeah. and then run right into the other guy and throw him like the Hulk right into the other oh guy. God. All right. <laughs> so you uh, all right, make an attack roll um, with the same uh, modifiers as your normal attack. So that's 2d10? Yeah. All right. You're so good. Or no, 1d10 because you hit him oh. once. So it was 8. 8. All right. Plus, Plus your strength damage. I think that was 6. Right. Yeah. So that's fourteen. So you do fourteen damage to uh, the guy that you slam him into, and I'll say you do fourteen damage to the guy that you picked up, uh, and he is still frozen in place. And you see him going. <laughs> He's trying to mumble something, but he can't even unlock his jaw from the pheromones that are keeping him uh, at bay. Avatar, you're up next. So can I, so I have a, an ability here called hold person. Can I do it to the other guy? Can I hold yeah. him? All right. So let's hold him. All right. So uh, Avatar, um, you point your hand and you are concentrating on his molecules and atoms and trying to, similar to, I guess, seven, but rather than a sense-based pheromone, you are just literally trying to hold his, uh, his body in place. So I think I make a wisdom saving throw mm-hmm. on that one. Okay. Ooh, I got a six, which is a fail. So oh. he also locks up in place. Oh, okay. We're killing it, you guys. We're killing it. Yeah, that's good. Oh, okay. That's okay. So, so, so Apex slams one of the guy, one of the first goon into the second goon. He kind of falls to one knee, and as he gets up, you see Avatar just points, uh, and your powers go as like a gold or golden gold. Like, how is it? I, I'm seeing it as green, so I, okay, I, green. I go like that. I have to use both my hands, and I'm trying. My my intuitive reaction is I want to crush him, but my power strength isn't there, so I'm actually just holding him. So yeah. the molecules. I was trying to get his molecules to just like combust, but they actually just freeze in place. All right, Code is next, and he's like, "Shit, shit, shit! <laughs> I can't do anything!" And he runs behind Mo, um, and he doesn't do anything. All right, the first guard uh that is there is um the one that seven um user pheromones on so he ha- can't do anything and at the end of his turn he gets to well one it's the start of his turn so he takes 1d12 psychic damage from your pheromones so seven you get to roll the one that looks like this 
Oh, that's one. D10. That's one. One D10. No, the 12, the 12 sided oh, one. 12. That's oh, it's over there. This one? Nope. That's one of those ones. Oh. It's the weird one. It's the dice that gets used the least. Yeah. Oh, this one's crazy. All right. I got an 11. Awesome. All right. So you see, as he struggles, blood starts to come out of his nose uh, as the pheromones go deeper and deeper into him and are like fucking up his insides. Uh, He gets to try to roll to break free. Oh, and he rolls a natural 20. So at the end of his turn, you see shakes out. His eyes kind of are no longer glazed and he has the gun, but he is not fast enough to use it. Uh, the second guard is frozen from Avatar's power. He gets to do nothing and he gets to try to break out at the end. Uh, what is your spell DC, Avatar, at the bottom of your sheet? My spell DC. DC is 13 so he also breaks free so you see he flexes his muscles and again you know you are a young teenage mutant you haven't gotten master control of your abilities yet uh and he just shakes off your power but he doesn't get to go which brings us back to seven's turn oh okay and and is, is apex still holding on to the the other guy no he slammed them both on the ground and he's standing okay. in front of them okay Okay, Apex is in the front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am going to. I'm going to do. Okay. Sorry, I got to check Watch my the real name. I'm going to do. So the guy that shot me, the goon that's yep. closer to me, that's not frozen anymore. Yep. I am going to do a, a pheromone disruption mind spell. Yep. So I drive disorientating spike of, ener- of psychic energy into the mind of this goon because he's in my range. And the yes. target must succeed on an intelligent saving throw or take... 1d6 psychic damage and subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw makes before the end of my turn. All right. So again, you release not psychic, but pheromones into him. Oh, my bad. Um, Pheromones. Oh, but he succeeds on a saving throw because he rolled a natural 16. Uh, So this time he with a, a change of scent and he instantly like blows out of his nose and he's like, that's not gonna work on me twice. Uh and he brings up his gun at you, but it is not his go. It is uh, Mobilis's turn. So I'm going to do the mental pull, which means that I move him. So I would disorient him by moving him towards me. All right. But he would, al- but he would also take damage. Yeah. All right. So I think you have to roll to hit him or I have to roll a saving throw. What does it say? Okay. It says... Uh, target must exceed a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 feet uh, straight line towards you. All right. Are you pulling the one that shot seven or the one behind? The one the one that shot seven, the guy who like broke out like broke out right. of her power the second time. All right. Uh, he rolled a natural 20. So you extend your psychic, your telekinesis, um, and you go to pull and he just grabs like a railing on the side and stops himself from moving forwards. Oh no. 
Uh, and that's the end of your go. But it is Apex's turn, who is standing in front of him, Apex? his armor glowing. What color is your armor, Justin? What color is Apex's armor around him? It's red. Red, okay. You've got Sith vibes from Star Wars. Red energy surrounding you. Um, so am I standing in front of him or kind of between the two? Uh, I say you're in front because you, you picked him up like that and you, you've slammed him on the other one. So yeah. you're standing in front of the two of them. Okay. So then I'm just going to straight punch this guy right in the face because I'm standing right. right in front of him. Do you form it just into a fist or do you form it into something cool? What do you, what does it look you like? You a weapon? Like how, what, what do you, um, what do you him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll create a, I guess I'll do like a, like a war hammer again. That's All right. like my go-to. All right. His, his, the energy around his fist turns into like a sledgehammer. And you're going to clock him on the side of the head. Roll to hit. 12. Is that plus, plus anything? Or is, uh, yeah, you got you plenty of pluses. Plus. I feel like you get a plus. It's a plus. Yeah, you, you got a big, big plus. That's definitely going to hit. Yeah, what's the plus on it? Six? So it's the, the two hit. Where does it say? Oh, yeah, plus six. Yeah, so 18. So you smash into the first guy. Uh, absolutely hit him with the first attack. You can either roll damage. You can roll your second hit if you want. I roll both of them, or can well, I actually roll your damage because you might you might knock him out and then you can okay. use your second attack on the other guy. Yeah, let's do that. All right, the D ten. Yeah, and then you add six. Uh, add five. Add five. Sorry. So that is a four. So, so nine, nine damage. Nine. All right, you clock him in the side of the head. You see him woozy, and then he just drops unconscious to the floor. Take Good. That, uh, out. that guy out. Apex All right, but the throw. other. Guy, so you now, because you've still got your move and you still got one more attack, you can rush forward and clobber the next guy if you want. Yeah, let's do that too. All right. Same thing. Same thing. Run forward and then just swing right at him too. Yeah. All right. That is a fifteen. All right. That is uh, that is a hit. Plus, and then we got my hit of. Oh, that one's only a one plus six. Six. All right. He is still up, this guy, though. So you, um, he sees you coming and um, he moves out of the way. And you only clock him in the shoulder. And then he like pulls the gun straight into your chest. But before he goes, Avatar, you are up. You yeah. see the guy pulling the gun on Apex's chest. No, I, I do cell flame. All right. So uh, you unleash. Your power, the green energy spills out into him. He has to make a dexterity saving throw, uh, which he passes, uh, meaning it doesn't do anything. Code, seeing this, Code runs up and tries to punch him in the face. (laughs) No, Code! No, Code, Code! Code rolls a 17 on the dice, so Code punches him. Or the guard is still awake. with. (laughs) He punches him. The guard he blinks, <laughs> looks like he's almost unconscious, and then moves the gun to code and takes a shot. No, oh. okay, I want to throw up a shield. Can I throw up a shield? Can I jump in front of code? Uh, Can I spare no, the okay, dime? So, uh, all right, so. Can we the say code? Gun goes to- off, and Demanda, so you can use, uh, make sure you click off the ability. Yeah. Uh, Demanda puts a shield around code, and the bullet pings off the shield and goes flying as he Save rolls a seven. And uh, seven, you're up next. Oh my goodness, that was so scary! Holy <laughs> shit! Can I have another Doug Ramsey? 
oh. Code, like the adrenaline from Code by leaves as he's like, you know, he, he ran for it to save you, and now he's like has the moment of realization that a gun just shot out of him. It's uh, okay, he's got a shield in front of him now. I've got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Seven, so do seven. something! I, right. I got the shield up. I'm doing my my pheromone disruption again on this second guy now. All right, so I have to roll a saving throw, right? Uh, you. No, I think I make a ranged spell attack. Oh, ranged spell attack. All right, roll to hit him. So then I I need the a D eight. They have to roll to hit him first. So to roll the oh. twenty first. That's if you hit him. Oh, the roll the twenty first, the big one. The big, the, the big yeah. dice. Yeah. Oh, I got a one. Oh. <gasps> you fumble. All Girl, right. You, this this gunshot has fucked you up. Can you take the two d tens? Uh, this is what's called percentile, so and roll like to see what on uh, the hunt. So you roll them together, and it creates a number from zero to one hundred, yeah. and tell me what you get. This one with, mm. or actually from one to hundred. You should one? have one more like that. Oh, yeah, you should have two right? d10s, and they should. This one too. Sorry, Justin. Why are you telling me the wrong dice? You have too many. I dice. roll both of them at the same time. Yeah, both of them at the same time, and then it creates a number between one and a hundred. All right, luck powers. Do something. Ninety. Oh, <laughs> all right. Oh, um, you miss place your pheromones and you see as apex takes a big whiff oh, um what no. does it do how much damage does it do wait what do you wait what so roll the what damage the oh roll the damage is that what, what's the damage die for pheromone disruption with 1d8 so this one? yeah oh no you guys you're fucking Ew. up <laughs> okay so you like you're concentrating on your powers and you secrete the pheromones and they're wafting forward. Um, but in the heat of battle, again, you're not super trained. You see Apex takes a deep breath and you just see a bit of blood start coming out of his <laughs> oh, eye no. as you take two damage. Oh, two damage. Okay. <laughs> it's not bad. And you're like, you just kind of like shrink back, like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that face, that exact face. Ooh. Luck powers are not working for me right now. <laughs> She's like, my D. Mobilis, you're up though. You see that um yeah, the guard is still there. As I just all right. my dice. So so I'm gonna take this shield that I already have up and then I'm gonna turn it into uh I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do another force blast at the guy. All right. Roll to hit. Okay, that's the 20. Yeah. And I do I add anything to it? Your spell casting attack. So what's spell casting attack? Which num which number is that? Uh, that is for you. Let me just bring up your sheet really quickly. You get a plus six. Okay, hit. so plus six. So I got a twelve plus six, so it's an eighteen. All right. Describe how you want to knock him out. So you only I had take one, the shield. One hit point left. So oh, you only have point left. So I take the shield, form it into, uh, form it around him, and shove his head into the wall behind him. All right, so with a violent crack as uh, Invisible Force just slams his head against the wall, he falls unconscious, uh, and there's silence in the room. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> goat! 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 <laughs> oh my god, he shot at me! I know! I oh my god! Again, who's, who's hurt? Who's okay? I'm freaking out right now! I think I might have just killed that guy. 
I don't I, know what's going on. Can I, mean, I do a mass healing? Can I do a mass healing for everyone? Uh, can you do a mass healing? That is a good question, Jason. Let me just check your abilities. Yes, you have a ability called mass healing word, uh, okay. which would work on everybody and it heals them for one d four plus your spell casting modifier, which is two. Okay. But wait, do you need to use it? Like, who's who's actually yeah. hurt besides well, me? D- yeah. Doesn't she have like and, her leg and, is bleeding? Yeah, oh. your leg is bleeding. It's just yeah. a, it's a flesh wound. <laughs> And, and do, do my powers work on her because we're siblings? I don't think we establish yes. this. They do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe we're I, adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's up to you, actually. I don't make a decision. If you guys want to say the canon. Okay, it works. Up. Like, let's, like, uh, I'm, I'm freaking out over here. Okay, I'm going to heal everyone. I'm going to do a healing for everyone. So that way, Mo, uh, Mo feels much better. I give right. Mo a CBD yeah. wine shot, and I'm like, girl, you need this. Yeah, like, all right. So roll, uh, Dayspring, roll 1d4, and you it, well, add two. Which one's a 1d4? The, uh, the triangle. This one right here. Yeah. Okay. So, I yeah, say, while, yeah, while you're, you're too small that, on my screen. I'm like, I'm like, you guys, I barely saved code. I think I snapped that guy's neck. I am freaking out. Cause like I'm freaking out, you're freaking out. I got shot at. I know. And then he walks over to you, and then just puts his arms around you. Thank you so much for saving okay. me. And and I'm just holding him, being like, "Oh my god, I I I I, I yeah, I I I don't know what happened. I just I just did it. Are you? Is it working, Avatar? I need to calm down. I don't know what the, I don't know what I'm doing here. Okay, so you rolled the D4. What's yeah. the number on the D4? I, it's like a triangle, just lands it's like the, this. It's the number yeah, it's on the, the top. Number, yes, it's the number on the top. Okay, one. So everybody heals for three points of damage. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I've clicked the, the use off of your character sheet. Oh, so I have, instead of eight damage, I have five. Five, no. Yeah. All right. As you guys step over the unconscious bodies of the goons, um, you see that there was a small room uh, to the left that the second goon had come out of. Uh, and it's the, the rooms are getting illuminated by multiple screens atop a dashboard of controls. Um, and you can see that they are actually security cameras into uh, various rooms of the factory. Um, and they're positioned kind of, you know, in the corners of various rooms. And you can see that the factory looks mostly abandoned. There's uh, nothing really going on. Um, except for in one room, you notice that there is some activity. In what seems like the largest room of a factory, probably once the factory floor, you see a disturbing sight. Unconscious and splayed across a giant circular magnet of some kind uh, is Colossus. And you can see his metallic skin is blackened and tarnished in multiple places with char marks. And he is very unconscious. Um, On one side of the unconscious X-Man, there is a blonde man in a flashy costume of red and yellow with tubes that connect from a backpack to his wrists. Um, and he oh my is God, it's Pyro, you guys. standing next to Colossus. You can see this on the screen. Looking from Colossus down to a needle and syringe, and the needle is bent and broken. And he kind of looking at Colossus, looking at the needle. Uh, next to Colossus on the other side, um, you see another individual, a strange-looking man hunched over, dressed in a very horrible costume of orange with some really oversized purple collar and a purple trunks. 
that matched it. Um, finally, on a stainless steel table nearby in that room, you can see a half-busted head of a sentinel connected to a few wires into the wall. Oddly, if this is indeed sentinel tech that the X-Men uh, scanners picked up, this sentinel has definitely seen better days. Can you uh, make intelligence checks? So you sure, just add your intelligence. So look uh, at your ability scores and look for intelligence and just tell me what the number is next to that and you add that to your d20. Okay. Is an ability mod, do I add both of those? Or, or that's no, just a lower number. So two. So, yeah. So, my, so two. mine is... So I just use the ability mod versus what I just rolled? Yeah, so you take the ability mod and you add that to your d20. Okay, so I got 14 plus 3, so I got a 17. All right. I got 8. Okay. I got uh, 11. Funny I enough, five. <laughs> code got the highest, and it probably makes sense. Um, as he, well, because, so he puts his hand on the, the panel underneath these surveillance cameras, uh, and you think that these are the controls to either move the cameras around, um, and he goes, oh, there's, I could, I could turn the audio up in the room. Hold on. Uh, and his eyes flash as he puts his hand on the panel, uh, and he taps into the audio feed of the room that Colossus, Toad, and Pyro are in. Uh, and you hear Pyro go, bloody hell, you know, Toady, we didn't think this through. How are we supposed to get the vial of his blood when I can't even get the needle through his dust metal skin? Toad bounces next to the unconscious, uh, unconscious Colossus and begins inspecting him up and down. Well, we'll just wait till he wakes up. He doesn't have to change. If he doesn't change back, you just heat him up. He'll change his mind. Pyro's like, I don't got all night. I didn't want to be here for hours. So he's like, oh, I wouldn't worry. The boss said uh, this piece of junk sentinel head would draw whatever X-Men were left. And this is the only big dumb lug that came. We're all good, man. Relax. Um, and then they continue on into an innocuous conversation um, about how they're going to try to extract a vial of Colossus' blood. But it seems to be difficult, given his metal skin seems to be protecting him from the needle. Oh my god, I'm so into this. No, <laughs> Can too. you also uh, roll some percep uh, perception checks as you are watching all of this happen? Perception, so plus two. So I got a 15. Alright. Yeah, I'm looking for my perception. I know, I'm looking for my perception. Too. I don't know where my perception's at. Ooh. I got a 10. Okay. I rolled a 13, but I don't know what my perception is. I can't find Your it. perception. So, Dayspring, look at, um, it's like a set of orange uh, under skills. Okay. You get a plus one. So I think Mauve got right. the highest. As you're watching the scene unfold in the factory floor from the surveillance room, uh, you spot on a stainless steel table close to where Pyro and Toad are um, inspecting Colossus, a heavy-duty-looking briefcase um, that, you know, like the type of briefcase that you would see in a movie that would have like a very fancy mechanical lock. It looks like mm -hmm. there's definitely something very important in there. What's, what is that? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you, guys, you guys all see this case? Are you guys seeing this? Like, uh, is this is this case like full of full of vials of blood? Is this case full of money? Like, what's Can you, you, you guys it? see this case, right? Let's open it. No, you're on the room. You're in a room watching surveillance cameras. Oh, of the room. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm just pointing on the screen. And be like, you guys, what is this? What is this? Like, that must what, be his what, blood. 
code goes. I mean, I've seen enough movies to know that there's definitely something bad in that case. I mean, every James Bond movie, there the villain definitely has a case like that. Right. Well, you know what that means. We gotta get it. Can we find this room? <laughs> Is there a map? Is there a map where? Uh, yeah. So um, you look around the room, and like any factory, uh, you've got the fire escape plan, uh, and you can see that the factory floor is not far off. So just down the hall, uh, down some steps, and you would get straight to the room. Should we go? Right. But this time, can we go quietly and not just like <laughs> burst in the room? Yeah, and let's take and the let's back put, door entrance. And, and let's put there, we were quiet. Friends, we shot at, at children. <laughs> Code's like I'm. I'm with Move on this one. I really think maybe we should be quiet. Yeah, like let's let's be quiet. Let's put Apex in the front. I'll still take the back in case people try to sneak up behind us. You two in the middle, just make keep Code safe, please. Okay. Or I could always stay here because you know what (laughs) I can't do is anything against Pyro and Toad. These are Brotherhood mutants. If you stay here. Can you help us once we get yeah, into that I was, room? I was going to say, is there, is, can um, you check to see if there's any sort of like radio things that maybe you can then communicate with us from this room? That is a good idea. I will do that. I will see what I can do. Okay. All right. I mean, you're so always he... so eager not to join us. Suspicious. <laughs> Suspicious. You're not being helpful right now. So, uh, yeah. You know what? If I could heal people or if I could create energy force fields, maybe I would come. But you know what I can do? I can put my hand on control panels and I can talk to computers. I know. Okay. He almost guys, died. That just I'm sounds just like saying, something Mystique I, would do. I barely saved him last time. Okay? Like. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so He's, our He's our oracle. He's our oracle. Exactly. You've read Batman comics, right? I'm yeah. like, this is Oracle. a Marvel <laughs> We don't know what that is. <laughs> Who's Oracle? No, but they've, they've read comics. It's kind of, I'm pretty sure they reference like Superman, Batman, they and Marvel sometimes. Being like, they yeah. read the comics of those characters. Yeah, yeah. They did um, in uh, the Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. All right. So, um, Code is staying in the surveillance room and he's going to see what he can do. It is a factory with lots of unused mechanical things. So, who knows? Maybe Code mm-hmm. can. Do some things from afar, but the rest of you are sneaking up yeah. on the door. Um, can you guys roll? If you look under skills, you should have a stealth number. One so roll a d20 and add stealth. your stealth number. For a stealth? Yes, yeah, the second to last one under skills. Oh, right. I got a, six. Okay, I got a plus yeah, I'm stealth zero and I rolled a six. Okay. So I have a 13 plus a four. Okay, so that's 17. I have a three. I have okay. nine. All right. Cool. Me. Okay. <laughs> you guys are not being quiet. <laughs> so, so you like, like, uh, Apex in the front. He's going down like his big boots on like the metal floor. Yeah, he's and you, hear Momo, you guys are not being quiet. Um, <laughs> all right. So you, you don't know, like you think you're being quiet. You're trying. You're not sure how good you're doing. Um, and as you make your way through the dark factory, the hairs on the back of your neck begin to stand. You've all been in the danger room and you've been in the stressful situations before, but uh, those were all in controlled environments. And this is real life. And these are real baddies. And not only are they just goons, these are brotherhood mutants that you've heard stories about and you know they are dangerous guys. Um, and on top of it, the life of one of your professors is in the balance. So you arrive at a large set of double doors that swing into the room of the factory floor. Uh, 
when you peek in apex in the front you can see colossus is still so there's a giant circular metal magnet um that you would imagine the factory probably used to move big pieces of car and metal different things and you don't see pyro or toad anywhere Mm. can we do a comms check can we be like code where did they go eyes on eyes on the brotherhood okay so you go like this and you realize you don't have communicators in your ear so there's nothing to communicate the code with Um, is anybody here telekinetic (laughs) The code can't see us. He you can't guys, see us in security. Yeah, yeah, but, but he, he can't communicate he can't with us right now because yeah. we're now down the hall. And oh, you're okay. trying to be quiet, so he's not really going to go over the speakers, is he? Dang it! <laughs> we should have thought this one. We are not okay. Definitely. Again, we're kids. We don't know. I mean, um, I thought it was suspicious. He wanted to stay behind, but whatever. <laughs> can so, we can we walk over to Colossus to try and wake him up? All right. So you Apex pushes open the door. Um, and Marston, what are the rest of you doing? Are you following him through? So I, yes, because yes, I'm, I'm, I, I, I was going to say, I'm just like, Hey, okay, let's, let's everybody stick together. Keep looking around. Cause as the stealthiest person here. So like, since just, I'm not really stealthy, I'm just going to stay at the door and be on lookout to see if anyone's coming right. in. And that okay. way, if someone's coming in, I can retreat to a corner so I can heal people from. All right, let me describe the room a little bit to you before things before shit goes goes down. Oh All right, God. so Colossus, you're coming in from let's say the bottom. If you were like looking at a top down view, Colossus is at the back left, so the northwestern side of the room. Uh, straight north in the room is a the stainless steel table with the briefcase. There's a giant conveyor belt on the right side. Um, there are some um, big barrels of metal and scrap pieces. Um, there is a control panel on the western wall. Uh, so Apex walks in, followed by Seven, followed by Mauve. Avatar is sticking around at the door. And as you get a few feet into the room and you hear a voice from above the door, so behind you now. Totally. Oh, how cute! It's the Junior X-Men! <laughs> um, and then popping out from uh, behind the conveyor belt, you see Pyro pops out, and he goes, Yeah, I didn't realize it was bringing your kids to work day. <laughs> well, kiddos, class is in session. Professor Pyro has a lesson for you. I'm your home economics teacher, and on the curriculum today... How to barbecue pesky ex students. Can you roll initiative as his hands start alighting up with flames? God, we're welcome to die. I got a one. I got a four. (laughs) I got a nine. I got a five. So seven is a four. Mauve is nine. Apex is a one. Avatar is five. And then I will roll four. These guys Ooh. are welcome to die. <laughs> are welcome to die right now. Welcome to die. Fifteen. All right. Um, just gonna get rid of the goon from my sheet. All right. So first up is Pyro, <gasps> and he. Um, you see, flame comes out of the tubes connected to his wrists, and he just kind of palms it like this. And he tosses a fireball in the middle of you, uh, and it explodes in a 20-foot radius, meaning he can hit each and every one of you with this. 
can you all make dexterity saving throws? I was, I was gonna say, can I do a shield still or no? No, because a shield uh, blocks things that are um, attack rolls to hit you that improves your armor okay. class. This is like an ability that actually it's a it's more of the if you can dodge out of the way of it. So okay. roll d twenty and add your dexterity saving throw. Okay. Before we do that, can I do can I do change luck? Uh, a reaction. So change luck lets you reroll a die. Oh, so if you get a bad roll, you can reroll. Yeah. It? So if you roll, if you get a bad roll. Okay. Okay. So it's this for me. It's this plus four. I got a twenty plus four. I have. Right. A 16. Wait, what is All right. Dexterity? Yeah. Where's my dexterity? Oh, okay. I got an 11 plus 2. Okay. Oh, so you fail. No, but I can re-roll. Oh, yeah, you can re-roll. Re-roll, re-roll, re-roll. Re-roll, Get lucky. I got a 10. <laughs> oh, no, 11. I got 11. Plus what? No, it was a nine, plus, a nine two. plus two. Oh, okay. So it doesn't work. And uh, Apex, what did you get? I have a 16 plus one. All right. 17. So um, the three of you managed to, as much as you can, jump out of the way of the fire blast. But seven, you are caught flat-footed and unaware, and you are not fast enough. Um, no. All right, seven, you take... Oh, shit. You take 30 points of damage. I don't think... He's alive. I'm dead. All right. So, um, and the rest of you take 15 points of damage. Holy Can I like jump I'm in front of her to save her? Uh, we should never have gone through the front door. Now, um, uh, Mauve, you have an ability that is a reaction called absorb elements that you can use if you want uh, to... Yeah. So you, basically on this, you put up a shield around yourself at the last second. So you take half of that damage. So you okay. take only seven. Uh, seven. Apex Avatar, you take 15. And uh, seven, so you're at 30 points of damage. So what? Um, so that's more than your max hit point? That's her max. Okay, yeah, so 30, right? uh, which means she's oh. unconscious and you're going to start making death saving throws unless somebody heals you. So on mm -hmm. your turn, uh, you start, you have to, well, basically when you get to your turn, well, so Seven is blasted off her feet, um, burns on her skin, and she just mm -hmm. falls unconscious to the ground. Uh, next, Mo, it's your turn. Did she die? Um, <laughs> so I am going to do... Oh, I, I mean, because now I'm hurt, so now I'm like freaking yeah. out. So I think, so I think again, I'm gonna try to go big, and I'm gonna do, um, a sh is it shatter? Is that the one? Uh, hold on, is it that one, or do I want to do? I want to do a telekinetic explosion. At All right. Cairo. All right. So. Seeing that Pyro just chucked a exploding ball of fire at you, describe how you throw your tentacle blast back at so, him. So again, I'm hurt, and I'm freaking yeah. out. I'm like, "Oh, you, you just hurt me!" So I take take that fire that's left, and I put all of my energy behind it, using blasting out of my cute new tiara, and put it right right over on the Pyro. All right, uh, so. The pyro sees 
the wave, almost like when you're looking through, you know, like heat on a very warm day where it kind of makes the ripples. Yeah. Uh, and he's fought Jean Grey before, so he knows what this is like. He's trying to dodge out of the way, uh, and he manages to dodge, ah! so he's only take half damage, but the explosion does hit him, so you get to roll 8d6 damage, and eight. he takes half of it. 8 okay, times which... the 6 sided dice. Okay. So, so I'm going to roll the 6 and then times 8. Oh no, you can roll it 8 times. Okay, roll it 8 times, so that's 4. Yep. yep. 6. So that's 10. 2. 12. 3. 15. 3. 18. Can I get how many more? Two more, I think. Two more. Two. 20. Four. 24. So he takes 12 points of damage as the explosion catches him. Um, you see it knocks him off his feet a bit uh, and he's like, come on, kiddo. Gene Gray could do better than that. You're just a second-rate chump. Huh? The read. Uh, and now it is Toad's turn. Toad is hanging on the wall above the door. He cannot see Avatar yet because you still haven't stepped in the room. Um, and he looks at you, Mauve, who just did that, and he spits out a glob of acid uh, huh? at your face. Um, can you make a strength saving throw, please? Okay. Which one is that? So you oh, go to your saving throws okay. and look at strength. And then add the number to a d20. Okay. So I get plus three. So I got a, I got a 14. 14. Okay. So it is a fail. So the glob covers your face. Uh, and very much like in X-Men 1, you are trying to rip this off, but you cannot see and you cannot breathe. Ah! Um, and then he jumps down uh, and lands next to you. But that is the end of his turn. Uh, Avatar, it is your turn. Can I use revitalize, re revive, revive? Is that is this a power I have? Level three? Uh, yes, but she's not quite. She's not dead yet, so you don't need to do that. You can actually just heal her from afar, and she oh. would come back up. Okay, okay, okay. So which which one would I use? Cure wounds? Is that? Yeah. Okay. So the explosion hit. Um, Mo is running around with the glob on her face, but I literally I'm just hearing like a siren in my head and I see my sister on the floor and every emotion that I've had about her just like bombolates to the surface and I know I need to save her. So I extend my hands like that. The light goes glows green and I heal her. All right. It, like, Do you want to heal her? You can pick because you can choose to use uh, level one, level two, or level three, and this can get stronger. Though, how how much healing do you want to do? Do you want to pump all your powers into it and do a level three healing, or do you want to do just a level one? I mean, no, she's been a terrible sister, so let's just do a level one. a level one. All right. So the green energy surrounds seven. Uh, We're villainous wall. assholes at the yeah. end of the day. Avatar, roll one the eight sided dice, so the one that looks like a diamond, and okay. add a plus two to it. Okay, wait, hang on. Where's my diamond? Okay. We wait, is this it? Is this it? No. No. I'm not this doing one. the right one. This one. Oh, that one. Oh, here it is. Okay, so I'm gonna roll this. I got a five and I'm adding so seven. Two. Oh, so a seven. So um yeah, seven. You uh you heal by seven, so you can take away seven wounds. So you should get twenty-three wounds, uh, which I think brings you back alive, right? 
Yes, I hope so. Right, yeah. Now you're at yeah. seven. Yeah, so well, you I'm are on the ground, but your eyes flash open as your cells start to knit together and you see the burns on your face start to like um, disappear off as your brother's mutant power starts healing you. Uh, oh, brother. Thank you, bro, bro. <laughs> welcome. How did our powers work on each other? I don't know. Apex, you are now standing. Well, actually, Toad is behind you, and uh, Pyro is a bit of ways away, standing by the conveyor belt on the east side of the room. Just so you guys know, I can't breathe. Just saying. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Uh, how, how close am I to everybody? You are in front of Seven, who's on the ground. Behind you is Mauve, and then Toad is behind her. And then to your like front right is Pyro, but like quite a ways away. So you'd have to run up to Pyro. Okay. So if Moe is right, right next to me, can I like rip the thing off her face? Yeah, you can use your action if you want to rip it off her face. Make a strength check. Strength check. Or actually roll a strength saving throw and add your, because I think you're probably good at those. So add the number next to your strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. Let's see. Oh. Well, I got a three plus six, nine. All right. You are like, and it's not coming off. Oh, sh- <laughs> All right. Uh, Freaking out. <laughs> you, um, the conveyor belt that Pyro is standing on springs to life uh, unexpectedly. As if maybe somebody's controlling it from afar. And we're going to see if Pyro falls on his ass and gets stunned. Uh, but he does not. He rolls a very good check. So Pyro, who's quite an agile guy, somersaults off of it as it comes to life um, and does not fall. And it is back to Pyro's turn, actually. Uh, and he just, again, you see the tubes on, the, on his wrists flames come out of them and he holds two of them and he just chucks one at apex and one at um mauve and he's gonna roll to hit Ooh, that is definitely a hit on apex and that is a miss so mauve is like like this and um apex is trying to pull and he loses his footing mauve you go falling back as the bolt of flame passes by you uh but the second one does hit apex right in the back and you take um quite a bit you take uh 11 points of fire damage but oh no you do take 11 points because it is fire damage um as a blast of fire just catches you in the back goes through your armor um and you scream out as your back is severely burnt uh and he goes come on kiddos give up now and i won't burn you to a crisp oh my god but Mm -hmm. it's your turn um you are blind yeah you cannot breathe so you can uh use your action to try to rip the thing off if you'd like well i I was gonna say can i can i use like either like the mental pull or the mental or the telekinetic blast to get it off my face yeah so what i would do is say instead of using a strength saving throw you'd use your spell add your spell attack which is a plus six okay to a to a 20 yeah Got a ten. The so it is stuck onto, and you are still blinded. Uh, oh! Toad is now in back of you, uh, and he does a handspring and tries to kick you in the back of the head. So he lands, and he kind of does like a he goes on one hand, 
jumps like bounds on one hand yeah. and goes to like Chun Li kick you in the face, uh, which you cannot see coming. So he has advantage on hitting you, uh, which is definitely a hit. I'll see if he crits you. He does not crit you. Uh, so Mov, you take eight points of damage. Ah! I'm dead. Oh, no. Are you no, out? Seven left. Oh, you have seven. Oh, you all, okay? So. Uh, you hear a thud as his foot hit the back of Mo's head and she falls to the ground unconscious. Uh, Avatar, it is your turn. You're still standing in the doorway. So, so pause just for math's sake. So from this in the seven that's already in my wounds, I add eight to that. Yeah. Okay. So that's so 15. you get fifteen. So you're at minus one, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm dying. Yeah, okay. I'm dying, you guys. Okay. Yeah. So I don't so I come into the room, obviously. I come in yeah. and I I don't want to do a mass healing because we have, it doesn't matter. They're still going to take us out because they're too powerful. So I'm going to attempt with Toad to use my blindness slash deafness. Is that too? Yes. Yeah. I can blind and, and make him deaf because he's the one who's really agile causing all this disruption. If I can just ground him a little bit and give us all a right. chance to like recruit group. So what, what is the saving throw on that? So you hover over to tell me what the saving throw is. Um, I don't see the saving throw. Let me see. Here. The green. The right? green. Okay, saving throw. What what am I looking for? No, no. So if you look under uh blindness death. Oh no, sorry. Oh, I didn't actually yeah, put it in. So I'm gonna there. say I think uh hold on. Uh let me just find this DD 5e. I got lazy. I did your sheet first and I remember it was quite late at night and I got kind of lazy and I stopped. Uh <laughs> it is a constitution saving throw. All right, so Toad. So, um, Avatar, you point out your hands again, and the green light falls over Toad, and he fails. So you see his eyes just go black as your powers. Um, oh, oh, he and fails. You fuck oh, up I his don't irises. Fail. No, he oh, okay. fails. So he oh, okay. is blinded. Okay. Um, Damn right, and can he no is. longer see. Take that like, motherfucker, <laughs> Pyro. They've done something. I can't see anything. Um, but it's not his turn yet. Uh, is there anything would you so you've moved to come to the room you've done that uh that's the end of your go seven you are back awake you're on the ground but you are able to do something um can i do anything with lady derp like can i have her assist mo like by ripping off the yeah okay i'll say you can use your bonus action to have lady derp bounce into the room she was staying in the hallway and she starts tugging at uh moves the, the the like blob on Mo's face can you roll a d20 and add one to the number let's go fun lucky lucky seven <laughs> i got a five all right it does not so she's pulling at it but oh. it is stuck on there but you still have your action you can do so lady derp's pulling on most face. Right. I'm laying there unconscious. I'm dying. Oh my gosh. Um, shoot. I don't know if I should attack or save Mo. What would what would Seven do? What would Seven do? Seven would probably attack. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> These are facts. Okay. So I am going to do a hypnotic pattern. Ooh. Yeah. So this is okay. So the only so if you did it on Toad, 
you're going to hit all your friends with the hypnotic pattern. Not doing that. If you do it on pyro, you can do it so it only hits him. Yeah, it creates a 30 foot cone. Yeah. I'm going to do, all right. I'm going to do it on pyro. All right. So, py- okay. So you exude, um, you almost see like gold dust in the air as these pheromones waft out and they start splinking above pyro and he looks up at them and he goes, come on, lady. I'm a brotherhood mutant. You think that's going to work on me? As he no! rolls a natural 18 and does not get distracted by your hypnotic pheromone. And that is the end of your go because you've used your action and uh, bonus action. I'm assuming you stand up, though. Seven? Are you standing or are you still on the ground? I mean, I'm kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm standing. All right, so you stand up. All right, Apex, you're up. All right, how close am I to toad uh you're a few you can just have like a few feet away so you could just move in quite quickly to hit him if you want to toad than pyro okay and how close am i to pyro um, how far? probably about 30 feet so you could you could go to both of them if you wanted okay. um toad is closer to you because he's right behind like your group you're kind of all bunched up you seven mauve and toad are all bunched up um along with lady derp who's now next to mauve uh right. and pyro is at the far end dying body pyro's yeah, Pyro's kind of like on the eastern side of the room just chucking bolts of fire at all of you guys. <laughs> so can I run over to Pyro? Well, I'm yep. going to armor up first. Yeah. And then I'm going to run over to Pyro and then just rage on him. All right. So you <laughs> yes. run forward. Your armor, the red, powers up around you. What do you turn your hand into? Are you turning into the hammer or something different? No, I'm turning them into like pointed brass knuckles yeah, shake awesome <laughs> huge fist with big brass red knuckles and you go to punch him all right roll to hit Fuck him up uh 15 is a miss plus. so he oh plus all right so you punch him right in the gut on the first one first one and then the second one is 11 plus 17 all right so both hit and then it's 2d10 or yeah all right, so the first one is a 5 plus 5 is 10. 10, all right. Second one is a 7 plus 5. So it's 12. 12. All right. You clock him in the stomach, and then you uppercut him, and he falls back, and he actually looks a bit, like, dazed. Um, and he's like, all right, pretty boy, burn! And as you get close to him, he has a fire shield around him. And because you hit him from close combat, he blasts you with it, and you take six points of fire damage as a reaction back to you. Uh, all right. Um, you hear over the speaker, Code go, there's a lever on the western side of the room that's controlling the magnet. Good luck! <laughs> uh, it is Pyro's turn. Um, he is up front, uh, close to you, Apex, and he just puts his hand like this and blasts you with a wave of flames. Can you roll a dexterity saving throw, please? That is a 17 All right. plus Eight. 1, 18. All right. So you take only five points of fire damage as your armor, you, like you can feel the heat of it roasting against you, but your armor is protecting you from the brunt of it. Uh, and he's like, how much longer can you hold that up, eh? Um, <laughs> but 
Mauve, you're up next. Oh, you're dying. So, Mauve, uh, you're unconscious. Can you take a d20? Mm -hmm. uh, actually, it's more exciting if I do. So, I prefer, so in Dungeons Dragons, for anybody who's watching, they're called death saving throws. Now, you get three uh, turns before you're dead, or you get three tries, and each time you roll a death saving throw. If you get three fails, you're dead. If you get three successes, you stabilize. Now, generally, the player rolls them, but I think people tend to metagame, if you know. So I'm going to roll for you, so you don't know if you're going to get a success or failure. So um, Moe has done one roll. I'm jotting down what I just rolled. Um, so you don't know if she's closer or further to death, but you know she cannot breathe with this thing. Oh, no. uh, Is there anything that I can do to help increase her chances? Uh, you can stab her with adrenaline to bring her back oh, up. Oh, we have the adrenaline packs. Uh, yeah, uh, but it is Toad's turn. Um, Toad is blinded. Um, he stumbles forward and tries to kick seven, but he's blind, so he's not uh, very good at it. And he, what is your armor class, seven? Uh, 14. Oh, he still manages to hit you. So even he stumbles forward and he, like, as he's stumbling, he knees you in the head as he doesn't really know where he's going for a whopping two points of damage. Uh, and then he remakes his saving throw against the blindness and deafness and he passes. So you see, he kicks you in the knee, um, kind of gets his bearings and then he blinks and you see his eyes come back to normal. Um, and he's like, alright, I got my eyes on you now. But that is the end of his go and it is back to Avatar's turn. So I definitely feel I got to take care of Mo. I mean, let, let's heal Mo. Right. So are you going to use uh, what level do you want to do the healing on? So we'll do since Mo is our goat uh, two. Can I do all right? Two? So you roll two d eight. Okay. okay, two. So d8. two of the triangles. Okay, hang on. Uh, hang sorry, on. the diamonds. Two yep, of the yep. diamonds, and then you add four. Okay, eight total. Two two plus four eight. All right. So uh, Mo, you got eight points back so you can remove uh so you you don't go negative so you're at zero so you have um so you're at 14 so uh yes you've well, only no, got no, I, had, I have 15 points damage so i just add eight back yeah okay so i'm at seven now so yeah I'm okay so you come back to consciousness uh but you still and then you're like and you still got the thing on your face um do you want to do anything do you want to move avatar do anything else can I give her also my adrenaline pack? Yeah, I'll say if you want to run forward and stab your adrenaline pack into her, you can do yeah. that as a bonus so I'm section. Oh, All in right. the next section or this one? No, in this section. As a bonus section, I'll uh, let you do uh, it. So you, you heal her. You don't think it did that well. And then you're like, ah! You take out the adrenaline pack and you just stick it in her leg yeah. and squeeze yeah. the syringe. Uh, yeah. Roll like one blood goes squirting out in my face. Oh, no. So roll. roll. I'll, I'll do it for you. Yeah. Uh, four. All right. Uh, Move. you are back to full hit points as you oh. feel like a rush of energy go through your body. The adrenaline kicks in and you are good to go. And just, and I just explode the thing off my face with the, I'm like, ah! and just like use my telekinetic powers to rip it off my face. Like, oh my God. Hey, oh my God. What's going I'm on? I'm like, you're back, you're back, you're back, you're back. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I'm holding my phone <laughs> and everything. Except, except that it's not Moe's turn. So she doesn't rip the thing off her face. You still have that on. No. Which you'll deal with at your next turn. All right. Uh, seven, it is your go. Holy and Apex next. Moly. Okay. Uh, so I'm at like five HP right now. 
I feel like my luck powers aren't helping me out. What? WTF? <laughs> WTF luck powers. I'm going to go P2. Okay. I. Ooh. Are we, are we, uh, what is the thing to, to pause? Jane, Jane. Jane, Jane. Jane, Jane. Let's just pause here. I mean. I feel like could... I'm not being a, con- a good contributing member to my team. What can I do to. Okay. So be if I were you, you could use adrenaline on Apex. Okay. And then he can attack more often. Okay. Uh, or you could just start using your like your unlimited abilities, which um, uh, like lets you do damage. You could just try to. Yeah, I I did the I think like at the beginning and it didn't help me. Well, it's just the roll the dice, right? If you don't roll great, you're gonna miss. I know so my luck powers are not helping me with my die roll. Or you could you could use the mirror images again to make yourself harder to hit. Hmm. If it were me, if I was if I was suggesting, I would use adrenaline on Justin and okay. just let him kick the shit out of Pyro. Okay. All right. Are we back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're back. All right. Yeah. All right. Can I? Well, before I start my turn, can I do anything with Lady Derp? Yeah, you can have Lady Derp as her bonus action. Try to rip off the uh, the glob on Moe's face. But she's gonna bust it out on her next turn. Yeah, but if she yeah, but that's gonna use her turn. That's oh, gonna, gonna use her, her turn. turn. Yeah. So okay. you wanna yeah. So okay. roll a d twenty, add one, and see if Lady Derp. <coughs> she's whining. <laughs> she's Lady Come on, Lady Derp, Derp. we need you. Same. I got a nineteen. Ooh. All right, Lady Derp pulls off the glob, Ooh. and then she starts. Like vomit on the floor, chewing at it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like a dog does. Uh, get, that, get those noms. Mom, you take a deep breath, <gasps> and you can finally see and breathe again. Uh, so I think that's I'm a bonus action. Out. <laughs> uh, seven, you can still use your action. All right, then I'm gonna take out my adrenaline pack, and I'm gonna wait. Is Apex next to me? No, he's at the far end of the room. I'm gonna next check to Pyro it. now. <laughs> I'm gonna Together. check it, and it's gonna roll, and it's gonna like stab into his chest all right you're, okay here yeah. we go you are throwing movie style your adrenaline <laughs> syringe into him roll to see if you can hit an attack roll so roll um and add your spell casting attack so roll and add six <laughs> do the re-roll can you do that oh i didn't i didn't say i, I didn't do re-roll no um, you've already used a re-roll i think I so yeah what did you get i got seven no, so the you throw it and it doesn't even reach it. It just goes like halfway through and then slams on the ground. No. Um, yeah. All right, it is now Apex's turn. All right, you're standing I... in front of Pyro. Uh, I'm at what, like half? I think I still got what twenty. I still right, got twenty six hit points. I tried, okay. honey. You tried. <laughs> You're a big, strong dude, so you've got a yeah. You're definitely more tanky than the rest of the the guys in your party. But okay, can I do? Uh, let's go into this rage, or what is it? Barbarian rage? What is that? Yeah, but you've done that already because you put your armor up. So oh, I thought it was um. It should it already hold on. Where's it your? It should be like a special. I've got your thing. What's your special? 
right? Where is Where it? Did I put it? Damage. Other abilities called Reckless Armor. Oh yeah, so you can okay. So you can if you want to hit at advantage, meaning you get to roll the attack twice and take the better number. Yeah. You can do that. So you have a better chance of hitting them. But you are now you're kind of using your armor as a you're taking it off of you and using it more as a weapon. So he has a better chance to hit you back then. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that's what it did. Okay. Let's just use a regular attack. A regular right. double attack. All right. So first one is a 19. That is a hit. And the second one is a 14 plus six. All right. So you smack, you've got the two breast knuckles, one on each side of his face. Uh, and you see his mask that covers like his face, like um, the, well, as you come back, you like tear it off and you see some of his face now uncovered by the mask and the uh, blood is there. His eye looks really swollen. Roll your damage. Damage you got. Oh, a 10. Ooh, plus five, right? Yeah, or is that plus five. So 15. Uh, all right. And the second one? 10 again. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, all right. So, um, you, I mean, actually, Apex, describe how you want to knock Pyro out. Oh, yeah. So, so we do a hook on one side of the face and then an yeah. uppercut. And I just like hit him back and he goes flying back, flailing and just lands on the conveyor belt and just taken off. All right. This is Dayspring, where you edit in that Street Fighter. Oh, 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 right there. As he falls back unconscious on the ground, and you see Toad look over. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, but Toad hasn't been hit yet, though. So he is still at full HP. Uh, do you want to move Apex and join the group? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Can I go back over there? I didn't know if yeah. that was that. Uh... So you run back. So you move your move, move action to run back towards the other guys. Move. you're on the ground, but you no mm -hmm. longer have the glob on your face. What do you want to do? I want to do... What oh, about no. that lever that was... I don't, I don't, I don't want to hit anybody. Um, but the, the, what, what, did, what did Code say the lever did? All it does... Oh, it's the magnet. Yeah. Um... Release Colossus, but he's still unconscious. But yeah. but but also, I also don't know how well I heard that with that glob in my face and you know, like dying. True. Uh, <laughs> I am gonna go. Can I? Can I shatter Toad? Yeah. Can I do that? Because I'm, I'm hyped up on, on on adrenaline, and I'm, I just see him, and I'm like, we're gonna try to rip you apart, buddy. All right, so you just concentrate a wave of telekinetic power onto him. He needs to make what kind of saving throw do I need to make here? A con saving throw, which he fails massively. So you just feel this wave of telekinetic power just like pulls his limbs like this, and you hear like breaking of bones. Can you roll 3d6? 3d6. Six. Two. Eight. Four. So 12. 12. All right. That looks like it did quite a bit. He pops his shoulder back into place and turns his face to and he sees his tongue comes out. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it's actually his turn. Um, he is going to wrap, try to wrap his tongue around you. Uh, what is your AC? I think that's a hit because it's a 19. Oh. So the tongue wraps 
around your neck and squeezes, dealing 10 points of damage. Oh my god. And he flings can I, can you. I, can, can, can I shield up with that? Ooh, yeah, you want to use your shield? Yes. Yes. All right. So take off another one of your spells. So as the tongue yeah. whips out, it just slams against the shield and rolls back into his mouth. Um, and he looks a little like shell shocked from that. Uh, and it's Avatar's turn. Because yeah, I'm, all, I'm all pumped up on adrenaline. Yeah. Give me one shot, one, one shot. shot. <laughs> so I so I don't feel I need to heal anyone. I feel like we're we're in a pretty good spot there. But I do want to stop. Shit up. So, <laughs> so can yeah. I? Can I wait? Wait, but can I release Colossus? Is that is that something I should do? Or it's up to it's not for me to tell you what to do. Okay. So 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 but, so if you go to pull the lever yeah. for Colossus, that takes away your action, which means then you can't then hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Toad. toad. So but again, so so do we want to fuck up Toad? Or do you want to release Colossus? Oh God! I who, mean, who, who, who we still don't know if he's even awake right now. Okay, he's not. Colossus is unconscious. Okay, we'd have to bring him back to life to have him help. So I'd have to heal him to yeah. to bring him back. So my action is pull the lever. He's free. Then my next action afterwards, after everyone goes, would be to heal him, and it, it will take like three rounds until we can yeah. actually utilize. Yeah. Him. All right. Let's yeah. fuck up Toad then. All right. Um, <laughs> let's fuck up Toad then. Okay. I'm gonna use uh, the cell uh, disruption. All right. Right. That that's that so again, I'm really angry at Toad because he's coming after my teammates. My 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 intuition is, is to crush him. So I go to do that again, but it's more of an attack this time. I'm All trying right. to hover over to see how it's Ooh, sort an of actual set. one. So he fails the saving throw. So it's two D eight. So take your diamond. Okay. Okay. And roll okay. it twice. Okay, okay. Okay. So I got a four. Yeah. And I got a two. All right. All right, he's looking. Um, you see, how does your cell disruption work on him? Like, what are you making? What does it look like when you like start to pull so, his cells apart? So my hands start getting like really like hot, and I raise them. And because this is like a really pivotal moment in my character's history, I'm raising it only with one hand here, and his right. body's kind of going like that, you know. Right. And I'm really you see the shoulder. Run. He just popped back into place, unpops again. Um, yeah. One of his fingers goes like. And yeah. like bends the wrong way, uh, and he screams out in pain. And he turns, and it's sevens go. And you feel like now you think he's weak, and now is a good time. Finish Lane him! Finish him. <laughs> Finish him. Finish come, on, him. come on, lucky strikes. Okay, all right. Before I start, can I make? Can I do? Um, what is it? Uh, change luck. So I think it helps me like have a better success rate. Sure. If I, if I fail, I can re-roll. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's I'm gonna preface with that, <laughs> and then <laughs> just in case. Um, and then I would like to. How do I know how much HP is left on Toad and how much you HP? can't? Oh, but he's looking fucked up. He's looking like I mean, his shoulder's really out of place. Up. One of his fingers is bending the complete wrong way. Um, okay, me, me, me and Avatar just like fucked him yeah, up real hard. I mean, so yeah. okay. like, basically, so she telekinetically. What's your finishing move? What is going to be my finishing move? I mean, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Fatality. I, mean, I can hopefully I can re-roll if I fuck up. This is the panel seven from the inaugural comic book that people are going to remember. Cool. If you no pressure. No pressure. Um, Coming down to you. Listen, we've all had our, our shining moments. 
It's yours. All right. I feel like, okay. I want to do. Want to do. Again, uh, which, which, which about, one of your attacks like, is going to hurt the most? Okay. Ten I seconds. Do, can I do my pheromone disruption mine? Yes. One again? Okay. Awesome. All right. So you have to roll to hit. The, the 20, right? The 20, yeah. Plus, plus six. Six. 17. I got a 17. All right. And you use luck so you can roll again in case you get a critical. So you might get a 20, which would do. Better do. Uh, no, we're gonna yeah, go with yeah. the first one. Okay, so seventeen hits. You level five, so roll two times the diamond. Two times oh, two times the diamond. Yeah. I got a seven. Yeah. And lucky number seven. Oh. And an eight. Amazing. All right, so let's. Toad's tongue flew out. <laughs> Mo puts up the shield and bounces off. Flies back. And as you go, you reach out and the pheromones come out of your fingertip onto his tongue and it rolls back into his mouth and you see him swallow and then foam starts coming out of his mouth and his body starts convulsing and he falls on the ground unconscious. We beat him. So you've beat the two brotherhood mutants uh, are both unconscious and with that um avatar because you were the one that said you were gonna do it you quickly run over to the level uh flip it and it deactivates the large magnet um and the 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 machine powers down and colossus's body slumps to the ground yeah Uh, i like move out of the way though and i just let him fall (laughs) like like that so he's on his face uh you know he's in his costume he's in his metal you can see that the metal is like there's flame marks on it so it's like that kind of black and charred um i'm assuming you're gonna heal him i'm gonna heal him i'm gonna give him the best kind of healing because he's an x-man and we whatever i'm capable of giving him all right i want to give it to him uh use the rest of your powers yeah um so with a loud groan his eyes flutter open he winces uh and when he notices you you can see that his eyes grow wide in fear, but the second he spots Pyro and Toad on the ground, he exhales and there's a big sense of relief. And he looks at all of you, kind of sits up and he goes, this is certainly not way to pass spring break, say comrades. <laughs> and then winces. Um, you hear on the intercom, Code's voice goes, I, uh, I, I passed in to call S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, to get some agents to come and pick up Toad and Pyro. So maybe we should get out of here before police and stuff get here so we don't get asked too many questions. And we should grab that case. Right. <laughs> so, Thank you, Demanda. I mean, as oh. Apex picks up his hero onto his, like, lifts you know, one arm over the shoulder, you're helping close up. Uh, Mo just with the hand just, you know, teleconnectedly brings the briefcase over. Uh, but you cannot open it just yet. You think the <gasps> mechanism is a bit complex. Um, so on the drive back, the adrenaline, <laughs> whether it's injected or the natural ones your body has been <laughs> producing, starts to leave and you find yourself all exhausted. It's, qui- it's a quiet ride, but just over an hour later, you all return to the mansion. Klaus is still limping uh, and seems to be achy, but overall fine, thanks to all of you guys. And as you reconvene in the atrium of the mansion, your teacher looks at all of you. There's, uh, he looks exhausted, 
and in pain, but there's a wide smile on but his face. I thought face. I healed him. Such yeah, but he's still queen. like, like, been, like he was on the verge of death. So. I gotcha. Uh, so he looks at all of you. Um, I have all of you to thank for getting me back here safely. You all make great X-Men in a few years, da? <laughs> Rain check on movie nights. I'm going to go to bed. I... So, uh, he heads off and he didn't notice the briefcase and all of this, like he was a bit foggy and uh, you kind of snuck it out and didn't make a big thing of it. So as Klaus heads to bed, uh, you bring it uh, back to the common room where you guys were hanging out before. And once again, you turn to your freshman sidekick who puts his hand on uh, the briefcase and very quickly the numbers are clicking through and it clicks open. Inside the briefcase is a padded compartment for a vial, which is not there because Toad and Pyro did not manage to get any of Klaus's blood, and a single note that reads, bring the vial to the following event. Under it, is a simple black postcard with beautiful gold calligraphy. The Hellfire Club's annual masquerade ball on February 22nd. And that is where we will end tonight's episode. (laughs) We go into the ball. We go into the ball. On your birthday, no less. On my birthday, that's right. Cool. Well, that's the end of DD X-Men episode one. What? Wait, so Sean, as a professional D&D player, how do you think we did? Really <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. Did you guys have fun? Oh my yeah, God. it was so fun. I was really invested in this story. I know. Me too. So like, and, and like I said, like, it, it, it kind of, you like, need a minute to like, kind of like get, like get in. But then like, once you do... Yeah, but also, and I feel like you all felt like like you could tell like already I know who the characters are. Do you know what I mean? But Sean, that's so much prepping and planning on your end to like weave the story, manage the game, everything, rehearse the voices because your (laughs) Colossus was a bit spot on. So we know you did rehearsals. Yeah, it was so good. So good. Everybody was was good. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Wow. And, and, and also, I just, I just kind of like, I mean, obviously, like some of it is just like, you know, the chance of the dice, but like, you know, we all kind of got like a, like a fun, like shining moment. Yeah. Know? Like, it's like, it's just do something cool. A good, well-rounded team. And with that, guys, you all level up. So if we ever play again, your characters get a little bit stronger. Oh, right. Right. When we play again. When we play. <laughs> when, when we play. <laughs> Well, let's see. Will will the students make their well to the Hellfire? We have to go, and we have to have outfits. Yes, (laughs) Jumbo's going to design us. Mm. Okay. Um. All right. Reclaims host from Dungeon Daddy. Boom, (laughs) Familia. That's our first episode of X Men D and D. Let's go around the table, folks. Tell us where people can find you on instagram or any of the social media platforms and what you have coming up dungeon daddy tell us you can find me at latverian underscore lad on instagram uh coming up i don't know maybe i'll pop up on day springs podcast once in a while besides that uh mm, now i'm in europe so you're not going to find me too often my next con is uh london comic con so if anybody's watching from london you'll spot me there all right demanda uh, you guys, you guys already know where to find me, but you can find me across all social media at Demanda Martini, D-M-A-N-D-A-M-A-R-T-I-N-I. Um, I don't know when this 
uh, is going to premiere, but uh, I'm going to be in Utah for the next two weeks. So if you're in Utah, hit me up. I'm going to be hanging out with a friend of the pod, Chad, from Gray Malkin Lane. Um, I will also be meeting uh, with the Queer Student Alliance at Utah State University, as well as performing at the cabin in Park City while I'm out there. Uh, and then after that, I'm heading right into Farpoint Convention. Uh, we have our drag show to Farpoint and Beyond, starring myself, Dax Exclamation Point, uh, Logan Stone, Tiffany D. Carter, and Charlemagne Chateau. Um, I am premiering two brand new Star Trek looks as Nurse Chapel and Tasha Yar. So if you're uh, a Star Trekkie, um, you should uh, check that out. Uh, a, uh, but big thing, again, I don't know when this is going to do, but I also won a local competition here in D.C. called Slay Them. So I'm going to be performing in the, in, the, in the Winter Circle pageant for Slay Them on March 3rd. So if you are in uh, the D.C. area and want to come out to Red Bear Brewing on March 3rd to check out who's going to take home the crown, um, come find me. <laughs> Justin? Uh, you can find me at JT underscore Otero and our joint account adventures.in.geekdom. We got what? Disney California Adventure uh, tomorrow. Well, depending on when this airs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> depending on when this airs. <laughs> I guess our next con would be Pasadena. And then we got Simi Valley Toy Con and then WonderCon. That's our lineup. And Michelle, I mean, come on. Everyone knows. Everyone um, knows where to find you. Everything. I'm Always on knows. the gram at Michelle Waffalo. Also on Twitter. I don't use Twitter that much, but I'm there. Like Justin said, we're going to be at uh, Pasadena Comic Con next Sunday, depending on when this airs. It's at the end of January. Uh, Simi Valley Toy and Comic Fest in February. Those are both local cons. So if you're local to the Southern California area, that's where we'll be at. And then we will be at WonderCon in March. March. Justin is submitting a panel for that, um, Asian representation in comics and media. I am doing a mashup, Sailor Moon and X-Men mashup group with some and maybe some gents as well on Friday. Saturday, there are talks that the Hellfire Gala might return in some kind of form to WonderCon. We're not sure. It's just a rumor. It's just a rumor. But yeah, that's that's what we have going on. All right, folks. And as always, you can tune into the podcast. Uh, We have a lot of exciting new episodes coming up, depending on when this airs. We may have a writer. We may have a stunts person. Or one of the Marvel movies that we've been talking to. So all to be revealed, but we're at Power of X-Men on Instagram. We're trying to push YouTube. So please go see us on YouTube as well. <laughs> Check it out too. Check it out there. And that's it. We'll see you all next week. Well, thanks, Sugar. The age of apocalypse is now over. And we'll see you next time. The age of apocalypse is over. For now. <laughs>